listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Yeah, Nick, what makes you different than the next nigga? Seen you last week and you couldn't even speak. You try to play like Mr. All of That, but now you want to come to me with some chit chat? I don't have no time for no wham bam thank you ma'am gas me up get me drunk and hit the skins and scram the same old shit you pulled last week on pam i'm not having that no i'm not having that you gotta do a lot more and that's just how it be i'm every blodging you just ain't running up in me i need a man who's looking out for some security so so come correct with some respect and then we will see so if you with it then drop the seven digits and i might just give you a call if you ain't with it then don't waste your time at all so what's the 411 hun hey welcome to the black guy tips podcast your host rod and Karen. and we're in the house on a sunday yes we are that's right sunday morning uh ready to do this well sunday afternoon ready to do this thing uh all kinds of stuff going on we'll get into it uh because there's a lot as uh as evidenced by the news if you have it on um but yeah uh first of all of course is a blackout to us find us on itunes stitcher leave five star reviews you guys did such a great job yesterday thank you we are so proud of you we are so happy that you guys left us five star reviews uh if you're still out there and you haven't sent one in leave us one come on man get involved um and of course also um you can go to the blackouttips.com you can sign up for premium the blackouttips.com slash premium you can become um you know a, a premium listener a person that gets to hear all the stuff that we talk about behind the paywall okay you can also do stuff like um voting the polls at the blackouttips.com you can donate to the show it's right there on the right hand side of the of the page um you can also do great stuff like um you know uh leave comments and all kinds of all kinds of stuff man uh also uh don't forget you can email us the blackout at gmail.com the official weapon of the show is the taser the unofficial sport it's bullet ball and bullet ball extreme uh and also we are sponsored the good news is shadow dog productions is sponsoring us and they have a new audio play album but the bad news is that's a family-friendly audio play album geared towards kids the good news is the star of the album liliana catchman who is the star of uh this uh on the show uh dance moms but the bad news is a lot of motherfuckers hate that show but the good news is that we still got a link so you can check it out it's on itunes called short stories with liliana catchman and uh yeah go leave it a five star review let them know that you uh that you love it and support it uh and also we're brought to you by loot crate this episode is brought to you by loot crate a monthly mystery crate filled with just all sorts of just cool nerd items we open them up on the show sometimes your house will be filled with nerdness okay so just uh if you want to get a monthly gift to yourself or to a loved one get it for your cousin your niece your brother your brother your uh your, your daughter your, your everybody get it for all the people in your life uh and you can save some money by going to lootcrate.com slash tbgwt and putting in code tbgwt and you'll get three dollars off of any new subscription so make sure you guys do that because you got to the 19th uh so you got a few more days uh the 19th by 9 p.m pacific time to sign up or you end up losing out and you have to wait till the next month to get whatever that theme is so if you want this month's box which is i'm sure gonna be lit as they all are uh lootcrate.com slash tbgwt code tbgwt 
um all right news 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 obviously the biggest news is uh charlottesville uh so apparently in charlottesville there was a march um uh for white supremacy essentially white nationalism um from my understanding uh the march started because they were considering taking down confederate monuments and then suddenly completely unrelated because you know uh it's about heritage not hate but suddenly a bunch of fucking nazi kkk um sympathizing white nationalist motherfuckers decided to have a march in a place called charlottesville which none of y'all have ever heard of which probably has no black people living there um they decided to do a march there and obviously that's not related at all to uh you know that doesn't mean that uh being a confederate sympathizer is related to racism at all hopefully my lack of uh fingers isn't uh isn't uh belying my implied air quotes around that uh but yeah so there was a march uh everybody kind of knew that it was gonna be some bullshit i think there was a counter march uh where people wanted to show up and be like we not with this bullshit uh which is something that you know people do these days i'm not knocking it or not i don't know what i'm not 100 percent sure what purposes the counter protest to a protest does but it's a thing that people do and i think it's human and people are going to always do it probably but uh at any rate it inevitably leads to clashes there was violence um people were noticing there was a very um glaring lack of police presence Mm -hmm. Uh, especially when you look at protests that spring up when uh black people are killed by the police when black people kill by police you look on the side and the motherfucking cops look like resident evil like yeah, it could be three of us and they'll be surrounded around us right i mean that infamous picture of the woman being arrested and she's wearing a sundress and the cops are in basically full tactical gear to arrest her that that picture can't sprang up in contrast to angry white people with tiki torches uh which uh they call them tiki torches i saw some thread about like historically that's not right or whatever i don't know the rules that's what the the item number on Lowe's says or whatever what i do know is this they had a bunch of fucking get rid of mosquito ass torches but the, uh, the, the imagery was was implied the imagery was definitely supposed to be um hearkening back to like clan rallies and uh you know things of this nature the angry mob with the torches or whatever um so anyway they they do this this march and um you know it's it's i guess goes as expected you know i mean what what is uh i don't know what it like what is what is the expectation of a march like that you know it's just a place where they knew that they would get on tv they would get um a recruiting tool you know social media take pictures this is my what i imagine they wanted from this march to show that they aren't alone um and they've they have an advocate in the white house now and it's their turn um much in the way that and i doubt i i shouldn't say you know it'll take probably years before black people really recognize or even uh 
well not all obviously but some black people i think it'll take a long time for them to recognize that even some of like president obama's most staunch defender i mean like uh, not just defenders but staunch um critics that are, that are black uh and even some of the movements that sprang up around uh 2008 2010 all that stuff mm-hmm. it'll take a long time but um hopefully somebody does the work and the analysis and some of the psychological evaluations black people and black causes were emboldened by president obama mm-hmm. uh because if because if, if we're gonna say that that racism was emboldened which it was uh then we have to also i think be willing to admit that black causes were also emboldened by the idea of having an advocate in the white house and maybe you didn't feel like he was as radical as you are or radical as you would like him to be but he gave you the idea that he could be pushed to at least listen to concerns from citizens who were making a, a, a noise um and i think um it'll take a long time for a lot of black people to reconcile with that but that was what that was i'm convinced of it every day and it's only been eight months in this white house and i'm convinced that that's what's happening with white nationalists it's i think it's ridiculous to say that we know that trump emboldens white nationalism but to feel like uh the presence of a black family in the white house didn't embolden uh pro-blackness you know um and by and like i said this doesn't mean that you turned in and said because i love obama so much i mean honestly there were people that were like i'm gonna ask for shit that we never asked for before or that we know we would have no chance of getting but i'm gonna ask of it of this black president because it's the only chance that i feel like i'm ever gonna get in life i feel like we're pushing towards these goals and here's my chance that's what the desperation of these white um racist nationalist marches that's what this shit feels like they know that his agenda is bigoted and this is their only chance to push their bigotry on america um in mass with no counter given from the white house and honestly a president can only do so much obviously but when you're hiring people who would who have an even more bigoted agenda than the one you ran on that's an administrative thing when your party is full of cowards who will go along with whatever's at the top and whoever is the angriest voter that is that's a scary thing because you can't get a lot of these initiatives passed and we talk about it every day on the show we you know there's always some shit that's getting passed now every couple days where it's like well that's extremely bigoted and fucked up it's able you know it may not be passed but it's getting proposed it'll have legal challenges but just the fact that a president or an administration would even think to propose these things says a lot you know the messaging is there they're stoking the fires of this bigotry and this is the cost of that um so that's what i feel like is coming off of this charlottesville shit like while we're seeing marches while we're seeing more hate crimes while we're seeing more um organizing uh while we're seeing like they're they're getting a signal boost and a um and and a level of advocacy from the white house that they haven't gotten probably since the 60s you know where you literally just have every every week is we don't like gay people we don't like muslims we don't like blacks we don't like trans people we don't like er, we don't like women every day and i have a lot of thoughts on this shit so karen just hop in when you feel like because i i do have a lot more to say um but yeah it's like so that's part of this shit right i think uh 
and and this doesn't mean that it's equal and opposite obviously being pro-black is not the same as white nationalism but the point being the emboldened feeling of like now's the time to strike now's the time to get our shit done now's time to make the points that we want to make let's be radical they are they this is what white people have been wanting to do since obama got elected they've been wanting to do it longer than that but something about obama being elected charged up the racism in this country in a way that i we haven't really seen for a while Mm -mm. you know when you see people like because like i said i know black people who are like fuck that coon blah blah uncle tom obama i don't fuck with him on any level da 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 da. i know black people like that Mm -hmm. but the thing is they think he's that mild they think he's that much of an agent of the system that much of a uh of just you know a piece of shit yet there were white people at the same time that thought he was the most radical muslim tyrant dictator to ever touch the white house and they were disgusted by him and his family and they were disgusted by the idea that they called him the divider in chief right they said he's the one who who made black lives matter do all this shit meanwhile a lot of people in black lives matter don't even fuck with him they didn't even care like they they were like as far as we're concerned this dude is the cause of the racial animus in america because white people could never look in the mirror at themselves and say we are simply racist and we are not trying to be better about it um so this has been building in them while they've been watching these marches while they've been calling everybody black lives matter that is black and has an opinion on race and and then going their terrorist and saying they've been blaming black people for killing cops they've been you know they've been doing everything everything except reckoning with the role that they have consistently historically played in society and uh to get us to this point um so i look at all that and i and that's what i see in those angry white male faces that were out there in charlottesville you know i look at those pictures i look at the videos and shit this is before the fighting this is on friday night when they're just out there with torches and taking pictures and shit i look at that and i think donald trump is racist people's obama right you know like that's and that's the thing i've been saying from 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 way before he even fucking got nominated it was his bigotry is his appeal everyone keeps putting these like 200 days in white house report and um the 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 poll numbers and and uh, his likability factor and i'm like the only none of his voters have any remorse or regret Mm-mm. because they and and i and i'm I'm so sick of these pieces that that cover their his voters and interview them they don't have real regret Mm-mm. because they did they're lying to your face when they tell you i voted this way because i work cold i voted this way because i lost my job i voted this way because i thought he was gonna no they voted this way for his bigotry and that is one thing he has never wavered on and he never will because mm-hmm. he is a bigot his, his his the people that support him in his administration they he he selected bigots he's not good at, at, at even running the government many many jobs have not even been fucking filled Mm-mm. you know there's like uh is the ineptitude he he doesn't know what he's doing he tweets decrees as if he's a fucking king and then people go we're not doing that shit because it's a fucking tweet that's not legal you can't just make me fucking change the way i've been operating my life because you tweeted something this is the man that they put in charge because of his bigotry 
he's not in charge because they think he's a good businessman that can run the government mm-hmm. he's in charge because they think he's a good bigot and he'll never waver on that you know those tweets are why he's in charge you know that's that's what people selected and they're not ashamed of that in the same way that i feel like black people used to be a little bit apprehensive and scared to talk about certain black shit in culture you know but it kind of went a little more mainstream we start having more discussions about race on cnn and msnbc and uh and even fox i mean they just start talking about race once obama got elected those stories used to just not be covered you know not saying that that was better i don't think it was but it, it used to just not be covered but now it's like well we can debate about these things now right we got a black president we got to talk about race he said trayvon martin now we can cover trayvon martin 24 7 used to be a time black kid gets shot and it's like it never happened if you didn't unless you knew somebody that was affected by it but it wasn't on the news it wasn't covered they never stopped and live covered something during the weekend these marches and shit they cover now they didn't used to cover that shit um anyway all that to be like uh to to white people they thought the whole time wait till it's our turn and now it's their turn and that's what that that fucking march is now the police presence thing this has been a big thing um people are like there's not enough police out there when it's black people they got full ride gear they got fucking uh those utility vehicles that look like tanks they mm-hmm. they got rifles and they're pointing them at protesters they got snipers they have dogs they uh they come out with batons and shields and face mask and, and and tactical gear and all this shit the swat teams out there they call it the national guard why aren't they there for these white people that's a very interesting um point that people are making and i'm not saying they're wrong but it's levels to this right mm-hmm. um is is bigger than just um whether or not um the police felt that they need to get those people out there you know why those people are there in st louis while they're there in ferguson you know why they're there in um uh baltimore because they already have that shit there right it's up the street and around the corner because they militarized those zones because black people live there and they over police the black people in the black community so that they can basically make them fodder for jails the legal system prison they can fine you they can make you pay bills they can lock you up and then they get privatized they privatize that money uh from the government often you know they justify cops salaries they they ticket you for jaywalking you can't afford that now you got a warrant now you're in jail now you can't afford bail now your ass is in jail every day getting three hots in a cot but they basically just have you in there overcrowded making money off of you because then they bill the government for having you in jail and that's how they make money that's why the cops are already there because cops been fucking with those communities for a long time cops are not gonna be there and fucking uh charlottesville because ain't no niggas there right and that's the reason the rally's there the rally's there because there's not any black people they wouldn't do that rally in detroit they're gonna do that rally in fucking st louis they're not gonna do that rally there they're gonna do that rally where they're like uh, okay where, where can we go where there's no black people because we don't need fucking you know x name on the motherfucking you know like that shit so um while i understood people's point uh it was even deeper than just oh the cops didn't feel the need to come 
they probably don't even have a fucking police force capable of doing what ferguson did Mm-mm. not in that town because it never crossed their mind that they would need to because it's white people there you know the same reason that we look at fucking oh they burning couches in virginia yeah they don't have when 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 virginia wins a game and motherfucking they ride and flip over cars and burn couches Come on. they don't even have a police force there capable of coming down on them the way they do in places where they know that there's gonna be some black people acting up mm-hmm. that's why they just let them walk down the street and burn shit up right they just let them it's like what are we gonna do it's not enough of us but let that shit have happened in any black city and all of a sudden it's time to get the water hoses the dogs the the, the fucking uh gas canisters all that shit comes out so that was a, a thing a point i saw people making i just thought i'd elaborate on it here rather than uh because too many people want to fight about shit online and come yep. up with the neatest different angle that everybody I, I, Man, I, don't, I don't i don't care i don't care yeah, yeah i'm not interested in uh i'm not really interested in, in any of that species, no i don't care yeah i'm not interested in any of that um and and they're entitled to your opinion i just didn't feel like arguing about it um, right so that was another thing with the police presence um the thing is the police that were there still stood back and didn't do shit they let those people fight they um you know they didn't get involved and uh i feel like they're complicit in the violence that occurred there yes they are you know i, I don't think you can uh i don't think you can can can, can go over that you know yeah i'm look. i looked up race and ethnicity in charlottesville virginia uh 66 percent white five percent hispanic uh 20 percent black seven percent asian um see in ferguson it's 80 percent black hence why they didn't have to go get the national guard right away to go find tanks and fucking military equipment they got it they got it already they're they're can't wait to use it on some niggas can't wait um so so that was a big part of it um then uh the other thing that that was kind of uh um making sure i'm setting up all the basics because I'm, I'm trying to think uh david duke gave pre- props to the president uh trump you know uh why is that you know why is that what what is if he's if president trump's not racist why the fuck is david duke a devout racist shouting him out you know i mean we've talked about what white nationalism really means on this show before but it's I mean for lack of better terms just white supremacy couched in a bunch of uh the same social justice warrior rhetoric they claim to hate they just they just use it to then espouse racism you know um so anyway man uh we're sitting there watching this shit you know and i'm seeing it on my timeline on twitter mostly because i don't watch the news anymore um and uh i see that a car drives into a group of people and quite purposefully like it wasn't you know uh, oh so look this person this old man got lost and had dementia like drives into him going with the foot foot on the gas as fast as it can and uh one woman died um a uh you know a bunch of people got injured uh it was obviously caught on video because everybody's got their phones out these days so this wasn't a crime about getting away with it the car reverses out the guy runs out of the car um leave abandons the car who knows 
when he got caught the license plate was right there on the car well you know it just didn't seem like it was very hard to find him Mm -hmm. um and yeah in a march where you have white supremacists and you had this counter march out there people putting themselves in danger and stuff which um is their want you know i really think um there's a lot of i've been saying this about a lot of people for a long time when it comes to that black lives matter and people marching for the movement for black lives and stuff and i was like when people get get on them like why y'all not marching as much no more where y'all at i'm like would it was easier to march with an advocate in the white house even if they don't want to admit it and it, and this this kind of violence right here will not be condemned truly Mm-mm. from the white house Mm-mm. it won't be that you know that like they will give lip service but you know for a fact they don't give a fuck this is exactly what they talk about when they talk when the president is telling uh uh police to rough up suspects and shit this is what he's talking about. he didn't he didn't care about that when he this is a man that sat at his own rallies and advocated for violence against protesters mm-hmm. for being black and saying i don't like you he was like hit them i'll pay your fucking fees all this shit so you can't expect you can't expect this to be the same environment that people protested in one that wasn't perfect already one where police constantly overstepped bounds treated black protesters differently than white all this shit that already was a fucked up situation with an advocate in the white house with an advocate in the justice department with um you know people having to pay costs police departments being um you know brought up on charges police departments being investigated and fined and and sanctioned and all this shit and like oversight they hated that shit they fucking hated that administration because of that and now you have people like jeff sessions being like yep i'm a raging old racist Reda Scott King tried to tell y'all, but y'all don't give a fuck. She's a black woman. And he's out here being like, we need to take some of the restrictions off these police. They're not able to do their job no more. What is the job then? So, yeah, it's going to get worse before it gets better with a lot of this protest and shit. Because, like, th- that was an environment where police even had to think on some broad level about, well, fuck, what's, what, what are we going to do if the Justice Department comes down on us? we might lose some jobs we might lose some money uh they might bring us up on charges uh let's you know we have to think about that they don't gotta think about that no more they don't have to think about that anymore um at, at any rate uh so so when i hear people say shit like why are they not out there marching shit like this you know like shit like this is probably why people had to stop marching because now you've had a society that has had violence advocated from the white house to say fuck black lives matter this terrorist organization and these uh these niggers out here in these streets like now you have a bunch of people that are white supremacists that are charged up and being told essentially to attack and we will protect you because we agree with it that's what they've been told i remember there was a shooting in like a minnesota black lives matter um rally i think it was minnesota forgive me if i'm wrong but they end up shooting a bunch like somebody shot into a crowd of people and shit and they found those people and you know they're going to jail and all that stuff but like i remember even thinking then like this this is those people feeling charged up 
like they're like oh yeah look trump they listening to trump he's telling us be violent he's telling us you know this is what these people deserve they just need a knock on the head and all this type of shit they're charged up now dog you know so to me this is um the chickens coming home to roost as they say i'm not surprised by any of it um so yeah this guy he's um plowed a car in the 26 counter protesters at a white nationalist rally in charlottesville on saturday like i said man i i don't know what these counter protests are necessarily supposed to do maybe give people a chance to fight but this wasn't the only violence that occurred the car attack took the headline but other people were getting beaten shit before this and i don't know uh with the police not doing their jobs i don't know what you're supposed to do because you're literally putting your life in danger to go out there and more power to you but i i would hate to see anybody lose a life over these racist pieces of shit that aren't ever going to listen to you in an administration that's never going to bend but uh maybe people feel like it's kind of like the 60s strategy where you go out and you get fucked up and then it gets coverage on the news and maybe people will feel some type of something about it but i i don't know maybe i'm not here to tell people that that won't work even if i don't think it'll work maybe it will and i just don't know the the country has changed i think it would work on some people but overall the country has changed when you have a president that doesn't have any humility when you have a president that doesn't have any shame you know because back then you you know it was a shame to it all of a sudden the things that was happening were brought out to the rest of the world and the rest of the world began to judge Mm -hmm. and all of a sudden it was like oh shit we're being judged by the rest of the world yeah that shame is not there so when that shame is not there it doesn't matter like we've had a history over the past few years of black people dying in black death you know almost like it's gotten to the point for a lot of people and even some black people is out is desensitized them to you know uh you show me the video ain't gonna make a difference because our country is so polarized now that people have already made up their minds before they even see the video what the end result of the video is even if they watch it, even if they don't they've made up uh they made up their mind uh and i was also seeing um some activists on social media telling black people that lived in the area that were activists don't you take your ass out there you let these white allies go out there and march on our behalf that's the fuck they're there for ain't nothing but white people out there you let them go talk to their people don't put don't go out there and put yourself on the line like that because it makes no sense for this situation yeah i saw a tweet from like it was like women's march or something and it was like this is why we should listen to and be led by women of color because of stuff like this and a whole lot of women on my timeline black women was like the fuck from the back like we're not going out there to risk our lives for some shit we didn't cause and it's and these people out here are your sons and your husbands and your brothers and shit like y'all need to clean this shit up this is your problem they leaving the house and y'all letting this happen um so um and and you're right i think during the 60s you know tv and had made the world smaller and it was just coming at a point in time where um you know the the movement at the time had realized you could recognize you could harness the power of the idea of a video going 
before the internet but viral like a video that will be shown to our allies and embarrass us and make us feel ashamed quote unquote and by us i mean white people because come on but make people feel ashamed of america like this is a place where a black kid can't go to school you know um so so that was a point you know the the a couple other things i have like i said i have a lot to say um a couple other things um the faces in those pictures uh when i saw those people with those tiki torches it made me think about the smiling faces i've seen under lynching uh pictures Mm -hmm. uh children um men and women you know a black body hanging from a tree or something in the background and them taking keep in mind this is some of this shit is old so taking the time to stand still hold a smile while a photo while the fucking like whatever that process with the phosphorus or whatever the fuck years ago it took a while so you know while that happened to sit there and let that picture be said taken smiling not covering their faces like everyone's so worried about the Klan and the nazis and they're calling people that and, and those people were out there i'm not this i'm not this is not belittling that but there's a lot of white people that didn't cover up their face there's a lot of white people that didn't feel any shame the same way they didn't feel shame when they lynched bodies back then and that unabashed like glorification of this violence of this um maintaining white supremacy of this uh uh you know this willful hatred of us is why you can't call racism ignorance uh because it's willful hatred it's not ignorance these aren't people that don't know better the world is smaller than ever with the internet they can learn if they want to learn they don't want to learn um so so this isn't like oh man these white people just need to learn more need to get out and meet some people no 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 these are evil people um and i look at those faces and it made me think about how not ashamed those people were when they had those lynchings it made me think about how not ashamed and we're in 2017 now you know some of those pictures are 100 years old 1917 and it made me think what happened to those people because see if you catch a person that was working uh for the germans through world war ii and he was a soldier and he worked at a concentration camp and he's 97 years old right now and he's living in boston in relative obscurity and he's changed his name and we find out who he is you know what happens that dude they go to jail they find them and they put their ass in jail it don't matter if you got six seconds left to live if they find your ass it's on and popping today don't matter what you did since then don't matter how you contribute to society don't matter that you you i was forced it was a different time nigga your ass go to jail fuck you i don't care if you was the dude that just what a janitor you going to jail that's what it is that's the rule you know it still goes on to this day if you were involved in the holocaust they will find you in fucking brazil and be like the fuck nigga you going to jail that's how it happens none of the people that were complicit in the the subjugation and violence of black people in america none of them go to jail so what happens to them like that's what i look at those pictures what happened to those people 
and i don't mean like what what like i mean what happened like what where does your life take you what is your trajectory after that a person that has witnessed black bodies swinging that has laughed that is gleefully eaten underneath the feet of someone dying who has made jokes about it who has been taught that that is right those children in those pictures where are they now because all of them aren't dead Mm-mm. because i know because some of those people whose family were lynched they alive come on some of the people that first were involved in desegregation you look at them and they still look they 50 they 60 they not dead mm-hmm. they alive so if the victims are alive the abusers are alive mm-hmm. so when i think about those people under those fucking trees i also think about what did they go on to do with their lives well you know what they did with their lives they married they had children they went to college some of them they worked someplace they they own businesses they're managers they're uh lawyers governors they're governors senators that right right some of them might be some of them might be president come on some of them might be president so that's what i think of when i think about those pictures because they're all nameless like i've never seen a picture of the the lynching and go and this guy's name is this and this guy was that that's somebody's grandpa so when you think about white people and they say stuff like it's heritage not hate or you know my grandfather you know my great-great-grandfather fought in the confederate war but you know he wasn't a racist or my grandfather was a good slave owner we didn't own no slaves maybe you didn't own slaves did you attend a lynching did you hang under a black body and smile and eat hot dogs and shit like what did what did you do and the people that you covet that you love because you can't possibly understand that grandpa's evil and even though he's racist he's your grandpa you don't understand that my abject hatred of that man i don't give a fuck if he's your grandpa or not fuck him and it's always gonna be like that you know like i don't have any room in my life for that shit you know so it so you for a lot of white folks they'll never really be able to make that connection and i think that's a huge part of this but the reason i say it's a huge part of this is because in 2017 those are those people's great great grandsons that's what that is so when i look at those pictures together i just see white people that didn't learn shit they didn't they're not ashamed no they i see white people that weren't punished for their complicitness and their um um their accessory to these these murders they're you know they're they're cheering on their laughter their you know that i'll see those people in these old pictures and what i see in 2017 is the result of those people never truly being punished of us never really solidifying that the wrongness of that in america we've never done it everything has always been and look it's the human condition i'm not saying it would have just been easy but everything has always been uh the these steps these steps right but these steps always have one thing in mind we can't hurt white people too much because anything that hurts white people too much is bad you know the, the the fact that after um the civil war when you had this period of reconstruction 
and black people are actually gaining new footholds curating communities businesses like literally taking a hold of this american life for the first time where and obviously still dealing with racism still dealing with violence but you had a north that was coming down on 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 on, on the uh, confederacy or ex-confederacy at that point and being like no fuck that shit burn your shit down fuck we told you these rules you don't deserve and within 10 years white people in the north were already sympathetic again to the traitors in the south and immediately were like okay y'all can be racist again my bad like we had a chance in america but we never got we never really gave it a chance because then you got jim crow you got segregation like it all came right back right back so so this is the result of these half measures you know and this is the country that we are we'll never be a country where we have full measures dealing with racism that's impossible it'll never happen um but but anyway all that shit to say man when i look at these pictures right now i'm just thinking of that i'm like yeah these these are those people's kids 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 they not ashamed they never stopped talking about it they never stopped teaching it we never said it was wrong really we said we got to a point where it's like it's wrong to call me racist you know um you know i want to say it's in its last throes to some extent but i'm never going to say that because people been saying that forever oh these white people is this the last this they just fighting hard because it's the last time y'all been saying that since the fucking since forever it won't end in my lifetime it'll never be the last it'll never be the last as long as they're allowed to keep teaching this shit Mm -hmm. as long as we're debating stuff like teaching black history in school it's never gonna white people will never have to feel bad so they'll never change somebody gotta feel bad at some point and i'm sick of it being us um so that's one of the things i was thinking uh another thing i thought about when i was looking at that picture it was all men all white men I saw one video of one white woman calling somebody a nigger. One. And she was all the way in the back. It was all white men. Um, not just because they wanted to take that picture and I think they want to send a message. I mean, they are those white supremacy is really white male supremacy. Mm-hmm. And it always will be. Mm-hmm. White women are there to be protected, but they're not really there to be um if like they're not there to be in leadership positions or vocal Mm -mm, right mm -mm. um maybe they'll make one a mascot somehow but they won't truly you you don't get to determine where that movement goes right because and you and you have to bow down to that if you're going to be in white supremacy you bow down to the fact that it's white male supremacy right correct but there's a trade-off there because white women will be coveted and protected by these white men for the most part and they like that shit a lot of white women like that shit when you see a white celebrity rebelling a woman it's always some shit like don't look at my titties or something you know like and i'm funny too or whatever like it's always some and i'm not trying to belittle their rebellion but it's always this rebellion of like i'm more than just a sex symbol to be protected and it's like cool that if that's your fight that's your fight but a lot of women's fights are stuff like i want to live stop killing my kids and my and me um i would like equal uh pay to just to i'm on the lowest on the rung on that like um the fight is just different 
i want representation i like to be in a movie i'd like to be the star of a movie hell i'd like to be objectified uh for once because that i can make that work for me compared to y'all calling me ugly and shit like that it's a completely different fight but the point being a lot of white women will absolutely sell out for white male leadership because they have a role they have a place in it you know going all the way back to like slavery in the planter household where yes white women are being abused by white men obviously it's fucked up they have no agency um within when it comes to white men maleness like in courts and stuff they like a lot of times you could get divorced and just fucking left desolate with your children because a white man was like fuck it i'm moving on and i'm the only one got rights Mm -hmm. you know you can't vote i can vote shit like that right but in the same in that same hierarchy that same pecking order they were still able to be above black men above black women still able to be abusive to black men and women abusive to their children like they can uh serve a dual role of being a victim and an abuser in the same system right that ain't changed that ain't changed so when i see all those dudes out there i keep thinking about that fucking 53 percent and i think about the silent support that these white men must get if we are able to say that there's never been a black movement for whatever or a movement for marginalized people that has been positive we've never been able to see one without what black women without women of color as either the backbone the leadership or the voice we've never seen it doesn't matter who you name who got the credit end of the day the people that fucking organize and put in the time and the work are black women right Mm -hmm. women of color and all these movements we say this all the time there can't be a white power structure and a white power movement without white women's implicit support now maybe they're not coming out here getting all in the videos but they motherfucking there dog whether it's them preparing lunches whether it's them booking flights whether it's them uh raising the kids so you can go out and take these do this shit whether it's them um you know silently because see that's the thing about that voting booth the voting booth is anonymous you know polls those at the end we know who did what but the voting booth is anonymous if you truly are one of these white people like listen i'm just going along with this white supremacy shit to survive but look i'm on y'all side i'm pro um pro choice you know i I think we should make the same wages as men you know i'm I'm anti uh this hatred and this bigotry but i have to do what i have to do because i'm married to or i live in the vicinity of these white men i say what i have to say but in a voting booth i got my one chance to to do what i want to do they can't make me do what they can't make me do anything in this booth they pick trump we're you know i'm not going to let them off the hook as well these white men are abusive men are abusive in general that doesn't mean they control your fucking vote that also doesn't mean that everybody that's in a situation tied to a man is being abused and it also doesn't mean that those people don't get to decide what they uh that those people don't get to be complicit if you're complicit and a willful agitator and 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 a willful um contributor to this shit then that's on you too when i'm supposed to feel bad because you're a woman i don't give a fuck 
that has nothing to do with this honestly if you're complicit you're complicit you know i look at fox news half the motherfucking people on there are women women getting sexually harassed by the racist men that they're holding up and then they're also espousing the same racism but i'm supposed to feel bad because you got sexually harassed dog what what are the rules on that you know what i mean like what <laughs> like oh you know you shouldn't be sexually harassed at work um well back to work being a racist good job fuck that shit you know i saw a little bit of that out there i'm like nah no 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 those people are complicit as well not to mention many of them believe in that shit even to their detriment we've been saying this shit since the election many people believe in this shit to their detriment white supremacy hurts white people as well they believe in it still don't matter can't convince them not you know a lot of bad shit happens because it's tied into like christianity nationalism patriarch it's tied into all these different elements that are these moving the all these moving targets but they all hurt the people that believe in it and they all believe in it what you supposed to do with that you know yeah i make less than my man but you know what i deserve to make less than my man because he's a good man and a good white christian man he need to go out here and make as much money as he can and you know if i gotta stay home because i need to be barefoot in the kitchen making babies that's what i'll do because i'm be happy to support my man that way and if you feel that way you feel that way i also feel bad for you feeling that way no i gotta worry about my shit you know like at some point i gotta look at what you're doing to hurt people as well you are complicit so that 53 percent is complicit you know people there's a lot of people that and i say 53 percent i'm not actually talking about the 53 percent of white women that went out and voted for trump that's that I, it's a, it's really just shorthand for white women that empower white supremacy right you know i want to be clear about this because some things got conflated on social media and i don't i didn't even participate in that discussion but i want to be clear about how i feel and what i said these white women are definitely supporting and being the backbone to these white supremacists and don't let them fool you just because they not out here talking about it because see they know that white maleness protects those dudes in public and it don't protect them they can still get it from whether it's from their own people whether it's from people that attractors like women pay a cost for shit that men don't it is it's, it's what happens man rude on social media he's just a dick whatever we move on woman rude on social media it's an unforgivable sin how dare she there's always these double standards for women doing shit these women don't want to be vocal and out there like justine sacco losing jobs and shit they don't want to be like that they can't be protected the other thing is a lot of them since they aren't showing their faces much like the because trump won almost every demographic of any type of white person they're not showing their faces right it's not like every type when we think of trump voters and the people that support him everybody has these pictures of these people that show up at his rallies and these fucking trucker hats workers right the, the, the tattooed aryan dudes that look obviously like aryan skinhead people those aren't just those aren't the only people that voted for him they're not enough of those people Mm-mm. you know we saw the inauguration it was fucking empty out there correct why was it empty because there are people that vote for him that support him that don't come they ass out there so when you see the dumbass people who are stupid enough or un 
unabashed enough to come out and just be like look i ain't putting on no mask i I got the hitler youth haircut and i'm fucking saying fuck uh we need white power and all this shit you see those people and you go wow this is scary look at these guys these tiki torches or look how stupid they look or look how it's so few of them they're not representative of the entire mass there's a huge fuck they're the tip of the iceberg for a lot of this shit and so a lot of people are going to work with one of these people that support these people like mm-hmm. you they might not have been dumb enough to go out there but your co-worker is probably fucking with them right and 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 not to cut you off this mm-hmm. is why uh i look at i assume that all my white co-workers voted for trump i nobody is an exception to the rule in my book i'm just keep it plain and simple in my book nobody is an exception to that motherfucking rule i don't care how cool you is with me how much you quote unquote talk slang with me how much you tell me i'm cool with you no motherfucker the poll showed that even if you didn't your family your friends somebody associated with you did and this is another reason why i ain't give a goddamn about your fucking pink pussy hat march bitches yeah and the other thing too is a lot of these people uh especially when it comes to white women they're going to work in industries that affect black children school teachers daycare people like while we're going well it's sad that they're a victim of this patriarchy and they're just trying to survive in the white man's world too we're also just simply eschewing the fact that they're putting our kids in the prison to pi- uh, school to prison pipeline faster than anybody else that they're disciplining quote unquote these children our children uh and vilifying black girls hair and shit of this nature we're sitting up there giving cover for that and it whether there's some nuance in that area or not ultimately that is what it, it seems when people start pulling up well the white women is kind of it's kind of fucked up for them too yeah but it ain't as fucked up and that case is one of those cases that gets to be made for people to feel no to feel absolution to feel like they're not complicit in this like they're not responsible hey all i do was just uh let them support trump i thought he's just supporting trump going to a march we let them do that and then we look at them like poor you you had no idea you fucking knew you knew so i think that's a huge thing to say because you know like i said i saw people kind of going on that tangent and uh uh-uh no not for me like maybe for other people but that i definitely don't agree with that um and anyway so you end up with a dude running his car into a bunch of people killing one woman um and it was a white woman who got killed so you know that's about to become uh the story the face of this tragedy um you know uh of course people want politicians uh especially on the right to call it terrorism that ain't which happening. you know they would never call Mm-mm. uh they would they didn't even want to call dylan roof terrorist come on dylan roof walk they said we don't know what his motivations could be you know like if it wasn't for the administration at the time being like yes that nigga's a terrorist who who knows who knows I, I legitimately would not expect a republican president to call that shit terrorism it just happened that eric ho uh not eric Holder, um loretta lynch barack obama you had a bunch of black people in charge that were like yes that shit's terrorism the end joe biden who gives a fuck being like yes that's that's terrorism you know uh at the time 
uh hillary clinton and bernie were running for the nomination so it's terrorism we need these black votes these republicans have no uh no loyalty no uh deference given to the black community so uh no it's not gonna be terrorism you know i think trump released a, a tweet where he talked about yep that we got to stop the hatred coming from many sides many sides y'all because that's who's driving cars into people black lives matter you know how they just drive cars into people with the hatred you know the 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 rally the the rally of anti-racism is somehow hatred and equal and opposite to white supremacy marching it's it's the same both sides gotta have a point right so um yeah this dude they got him in custody the guy who did this shit i don't remember his name whatever they got him in custody um at first they were saying the police were like yeah he was saying he was just scared it wasn't on purpose Mm-mm. then pictures came out and this motherfucker's like on the side of he's on the march he's in the literally in the protest with the white supremacists like behind the shields and yelling at people and shit you know so that story had to go out the window i mean and if you saw the video which i'm not gonna play obviously but if you saw the video it was obvious it was like no a person did that on purpose there's this impossible for that to be an accident you know um his mom they already interviewed him you know part of the humanizer process but also you mean her her yeah yeah i'm sorry interview her his mom um and uh she brought up that he had an african-american friend i i don't i don't care i i zero fucks to be given about your african-american friend she said she thought the rally was just to go to see support trump and she told him to be careful who the f- why are we having rallies to support trump anyway you won the office i don't understand that what what's going on here you know like why is that still a thing if you want this isn't a pep rally kind of, get the governing you're taking fucking uh long ass vacations to play golf and shit and you're, you're like where is the the governing that was that was that was promised you know it's just weird that you're still going around the 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 nation doing pep rallies it's almost as if you're more worried about the celebrity of being president and not the office i 100 percent agree and i think this quote unquote this we're going out to support trump i think uh as they see uh which i don't who put like this i don't know what's gonna happen i don't think anything's gonna happen about it but they keep hearing about people wanting to impeach him you know and all this stuff coming up so they feel like they need to support him they need to let him know that they're there for him you know doing these things you know because a lot of these people have a blind loyalty to trump because the the blind loyalty is i will follow you as long as you are racist it don't matter who you hurt you could even hurt me mm-hmm. it, it doesn't matter what you do as long as brown people are affected by your policies and i really think that a lot of this quote-unquote support is to come out and let the president know that we hear the news we see them talking about getting you out of office but we quote unquote still support so i really do think that's what a lot of this drumming up is in my opinion 
you know, because I think they feel like they, they, they doing all this investigation, you know, people turning against him, you know, people actually trying to get him out of office and they see all the craziness happening to him. People, you know, that was for him now against him and, and they weren't able to get the healthcare passed. So I really do think that they're seeing all this stuff and this is their form of, of, kind of throwing throwing a light in the air to be like hey we ain't forgot about you we still here for you yeah it's but he's organizing these rallies too though is what i'm saying correct he goes out and speaks to these people he's doing it he's complicit in it i'm just saying right why the fuck are you still having rallies it's like after obama one if he would have just toured the country doing rallies they would be like this motherfucker is the laziest president ever he won't get to work but you know why anyway um the mooch came out and criticized president trump's lackluster response to charlottesville violence it says banish total uh banish toleration for white nationalists is inexcusable dog yeah, you have no credibility if you were working there we know you'd say the opposite fuck right. you mika brzezinski tweeted out some shit about donald pandering to neo-nazis and that this the that he fucked up by tweeting out the violence is on many sides fuck you too nigga fuck you too mika it was cool till he started talking about your face bleeding that's y'all band y'all probably still had dinner with this dude i'm not fooled by any of this shit right fuck you you are part of the problem this is that 53 percent shit right now that it's gotten now that it's vocally ugly and bad in public all of a sudden you got people coming out like oh not me i'm not okay with this yes you are you you okay with throwing the alley you but you mad when somebody dunk at home nigga you part of it that's your assist a lot of people got assist on this shit a lot of people dog you know and on the right there's literally zero excuse on the left there's people that that advocated for this shit happening too that are complicit the whole like uh we can let we can stand four years of trump we just gotta let it can we though because it's getting real quiet out here come on it's getting real fucking quiet it sound kind of stupid right now but yeah man it's it's interesting to see this shit happen though like everybody want to parse some bullshit now man but i wasn't all this parsing going on um you know not to mention when the fucking violence started the police didn't even do shit so this before you got to a car somebody driving a car into people y'all through the alley-oop by watching them getting fights and scraps and didn't come in and help nobody you know wait till the fight is over and then come in and pepper spray a couple of people and be like did our job you know it's it was just they tried to send them home and then that you know they declared a state of emergency it just it's a shit show over there man i don't know what's still if anything's still going on over there now i think they called in the national guard after all this shit happened but you know that woman's life is on a lot of people's hands you know so uh, i think that's all the things to um for that that i have written now but yeah we're on the precipice of we have reached the precipice of morality we are literally standing on the edge and i just do not see people um being uh i don't see people being activated the way that everybody said that the shit was gonna happen mm-hmm. i don't see it maybe it'll happen maybe i just can't see it and i just don't know but mm-hmm. i don't see the things that everybody claimed were gonna happen to make the, the america change and be better and, and everybody's gonna fight back i see i still see motherfuckers just tweeting 
and being angry and i by motherfuckers i'm not talking about just normal people but i'm saying like the leaders that people said were going to take advantage of this like jill stein and the green party like bernie sanders um all the people that people swore were going to take this shit and be like look i'm gonna make a grassroots campaign to all the people that are bitter at trump and disaffected and ready to fight back and they ain't got no fight in them no 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 they they, they don't they don't and it's it's one of the things where you know uh i just say 2020 is hindsight and so yeah uh what people fail to realize people people remember so people remember a lot of people publicly coming out and was saying that Trump is what we needed. Trump is what we need to change this country, you know. Uh, and they were adamant about not voting for Hillary Clinton. And it's one of those things where people remember. And it, I mean, it was all across. I mean, a lot of people did this. So people remember. So it's one of the things where you go, oh, so this is what you said you wanted, right? And mm-hmm. now since you got that, now you're crying and you're sad. But it was like, that you got what you wanted but it ain't really what you wanted because the reality is you didn't think she was going to lose let's keep that real mm-hmm. because if you really thought that it was any way for her to lose you would have never did this mm-hmm. i think that a lot of people thought they just knew it was a shoe in so that once hillary clinton won they could just come out and party and just be like y'all niggas just following that or whatever it is they were gonna do you know, and I think too, um, in my opinion, with Trump getting put in office, a lot of people lost jobs because a lot of people that, that talked about race and racism, all of a sudden those jobs are not needed anymore because white supremacy has taken taken its course and white supremacy said, Well we don't need to talk about that nigga shit no more. Why we need you here to talk about Black Lives Matter, we don't care no more. Why we need you to, to come in here and talk about another dead body? Why why we need for you here anymore? And so and a lot of these people they don't even talk about shit no more. They act like they never said it. They act like it don't motherfucking exist. But I remember, and I know a lot of other people remember this shit too. Yeah, they tuck their tails and run, and they don't they they don't want to talk about how they were complicit in it. And that's right. fine, you know. That's fine. Uh, everybody just got their one vote. They're responsible for how they use it. You advocate whatever the fuck you want, but end of the day, um, it's it's telling how quiet people are about how they didn't because you know why because the end of the at the end of uh everything despite how um people try to pitch it despite how you might feel everybody knows that if you truly were on on the side of like trump is the worst and we needed to avoid him and his ilk at all costs if you truly believe that then you would have voted for Hillary clinton and there's literally no there's no um there's 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 just no counter to it right wouldn't have been no hemming and hollering wouldn't have been no let's vote for whatever i mean you can do what you want to with your vote but in my in my but it becomes more what i'm saying is it becomes more obvious every day right like there was a period of time when it was kind of an you it was an ambiguous amount of time like you could still kind of be like well not really or well what i mean look if i want to protest and i want to do a protest vote that's what i that's what i want to do and it's getting more evident as it becomes as bad as i thought it would be if not even worse it's becoming more evident that anything that could have been done to stop this should have happened 
and it and it doesn't matter that whatever your gripe is there's literally zero people's agendas that are better off for what we have now than it would have been under hillary clinton that that i care about anyway there's zero agendas that people you know um that people can have it's impossible like uh, th- that's why you see the silence that's why people want to move on that's why people still feel comfortable like still taking shots at like obama rather than talking about what's happening now i'm like nigga he ain't in office what the fuck are you talking about dog right but you can't be comfortable talking about being complicit in now nobody wants to do that everybody wants to still hold their hold on to their points you know everybody's too busy being a brand and being fake and fucking you know trying to get the come at it from an angle where you're gonna get more attention for yourself or whatever but some of this shit is just so depressing there's nothing there's no other angle to be viewed it's simply this is fucked up we should have done whatever we could to keep it from being this way that's it and anything else was gambling with people's lives and shit so i don't know and 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 that's something that people in my opinion underestimate in this country when it comes to dire needs and it comes to you can see tragedy on the horizon black women is number one in that and 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 particularly in the voting block for the democratic party they were like hey no to him we don't care who else the other person is it's just no to him at all costs and all the other people was doing their own thing and didn't take them seriously didn't pay shit attention well you know what's funny man is the people who get the attention are the people that say the most salacious shit you know i've been saying for a minute a lot of people have been so woke that they're anti-black on some of this shit like i'm so woke that i'm against black people voting for democrats even when they don't have a better option like that's how woke i am so essentially you anti the 94 percent of black women who voted and voted for hillary clinton because you didn't fuck with her you know what i mean like it's just such a black and white broad stroke type way to paint the shit but i'm like you know what dog if that's what you believe fuck it guess i'm a bad person because i wanted hillary clinton to be in charge more than i wanted donald trump to be in charge yeah sorry i let you down right and 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 to put it like this eight months if we would have gotten hillary clinton would not be the fucking chaos we have today right because i'm gonna tell you right now the moment he got voted in office the united states became a joke all over the goddamn world because everybody else was like fucking what america and he has proved ever since the very first day he got in office he had no business getting that goddamn job and it's and and i can tell you right now for me personally just watching a lot of this it it just makes me and i don't know if it's something that i will ever get over i'm just mad and i'm just angry and i can't express that enough because you know in my mind you know it's amazing how white supremacy and like you say it's so intoxicating that yo gives zero fucks and this is why i don't let white women off the hook i don't let the 53 percent every time something come up i'm like motherfucker it's your fault it is your fault yeah people don't want to see them get blamed but they part of it um you know and the other thing too is um uh even with all this shit i come back to trump when it comes to this because i feel like this is all part of that brand 
right so that's why it comes back to trump because it's like well this is just some people marching yeah under the auspices of an administration that supports what their cause right white supremacy white nationalism it is supported by them right their policies say opposite of anything they could possibly say after this violence their policies say we want brown people out of the country we don't want to let them into the country that's what their policies say their policies are white nationalism it doesn't matter what statements they give you know it's the which is ironic because it's the same kind of thing i said about the obama administration because i'm keeping it um consistent there were times where obama would say something but his policy would be different you know what i mean where and i mean that for like pros and cons Mm -hmm. like there were times when he'd be like listen man we need to work with everybody and both people have a point but then you look at his policy and the policy is blackity black 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 you know the policy is uh police y'all need to give up this 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 and this that's the actual policy that gets handed down but people get too mad that he's like look don't riot because you're gonna fuck up everything and it's not good and people go why the fuck can he just come out and say we can ride you know it's like you know why he can't you know you know he's not gonna do that no one's ever gonna do that there's never gonna ever be a president that said it's okay to riot period it doesn't matter if it's a billion years from now no president is gonna be like go ahead and burn up the shit fuck these white folk that's not what's gonna happen but then when when you see the policy recommendations the things that he's doing the people he's bringing in the overseas shit and it's like okay well obviously the cops hate this fucking agenda it's that kind of thing but you know i understand it's an emotional thing and all that stuff but i feel like that's when we get into this territory where it's like that's now i'm watching it with trump where he's gonna come out and condemn violence while also you know promoting violence like his policies are violence his speeches are violence they are telling people to be violent no i'm not going to say well at least he said fuck him Mm -mm. at least nothing i know what he really means the same way i had to look through the code switching sometimes for obama you have to look through the code switching for this racism too it's right there in your face Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. i don't have time to 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 pretend to be fucking um unable to see that shit i can see it and y'all can too and yes it works both ways you know so all right yeah yeah it did and one more thing before we go on mm-hmm. uh a lot of uh the particularly the marching we seen in my opinion all that was was another way of them saying i hope y'all didn't think racist was dead we still out here and niggas be scared and get put in your place and all we're all brown people because all brown people don't say the niggas to, to those people so all brown people just be scared that was like hey this is our quote-unquote warning sign because all that did was heighten other people to turn around and do this shit too yeah yeah that's what the, the sign it's weird though because in a way i i don't know how to express it but i'm not scared which you know i don't and i don't like to be angry like that i don't like to be in a place like that but i and i'm not blaming anybody that is i'm not saying you shouldn't be or whatever i'm saying for me personally i don't feel scared like that's not like maybe it's i don't know i just feel like this is kind of how it's always been we were already navigating a world that was like this in a lot of ways um and we got a brief reprieve for a little bit in our lifetime and now it's just back to normal like this is what they've been doing that, you know what i mean that, so they want us to be scared and part of me feels like i'm not 
you know what i mean like like part of me as much as i say like they are definitely a legacy to the racism of the people that were standing under those trees they're not those people that were standing on those trees and what i mean by that is these motherfuckers are different in a in in their cowardice in their fear in their desperation you can still be hurt and injured they are still dangerous but there's something about them that is pathetic on a level that um i mean it 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 builds a contempt in me to look at the patheticness of the charade and the mask that they try to put on to scare us you know and i don't know if i had the words to truly articulate what i'm trying to say but there's something about it where it's just like y'all are cowards and it's obvious that y'all are just scared and y'all are scared that your time is going to be done mm-hmm. and right. that your voice is going to not be the only voice I'm with you. yeah and you're and and it's really more like watching a child throw a tantrum but a very dangerous child but it you know like i don't know there's like a simplicity to it that is at once chilling but at the same time sort of like um i don't know almost like i I hate to use this word but almost like laughable because it's it's just like (laughs) pardon my gendered uh slur but y'all some bitches you know what i mean like it it just you just look and you're like this is the most weak bullshit you could pull you know some of this shit we're marching because what y'all won the white house what the fuck are you even marching about what are you mad about what are you even driving your car into somebody about you know not not that it's okay when people do this shit for other stuff but when a terrorist does some shit it's because it's like it's a certain percentage of us people keep fucking with us and trying to kill us and this is the only way i feel like i can make an impact like they feel small because they are small to a certain extent doesn't make it okay still it's what grand act can i do because i'm small like i don't have the numbers i don't have the people i don't have the support i don't have a military construct behind me if i want to make an impact i'm gonna just try to make a statement by killing all these innocent unsuspecting people and it's gonna send ripples throughout the world that's what they hope right white people doing this shit and they in charge of everything it's like what the fuck are you even mad about you know what i mean like like i said they want us to be scared and i and i i guess because i recognize that that's what they want i'm just like uh, what like what the fuck do you want from me and and put like this i'm scared but the thing is i'm more i'm being especially particularly being a woman i'm more scared of what i will do if i'm pushed so far Mm -hmm. i don't know if that makes sense what i'm saying Mm-hmm. Like I'm, 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 I'm not scared of the rallies. No, so I'm scared that one day I'm gonna be somewhere minding my own motherfucking business and shit gonna break out. Like, right. like that's what I'm scared about. I'm scared I'm be walking down the street minding my own business, some shit gonna break out. Somebody gonna say, "Oh, nigger," and all of a sudden I'm gonna have to fucking fight, or I'm gonna have to uh, defend myself. Or, or something like that because as being a man a lot of times you don't have those same fears that i have on certain situations no i listen i absolutely 
think about that i we've talked about it on the show well i'll be playing ball or something i'm in a black space essentially playing basketball and i see some white dude come in in jeans and i'm thinking to myself like the fuck is he doing here you know is this gonna have to be something yesterday i was walking with you and uh and uh and coco cutie mm-hmm. and that white dude just came over and started asking me something i could barely i wasn't even paying attention to him really because i didn't want to stop and talk to him it sounded like he wanted some money or something but at the same time i was like i hope this isn't some motherfucker activated by this rally shit and i'm gonna have to fucking punch his ass in his face or something you know what i mean because i'm not gonna let something happen to you so i think about that shit all the time you know yeah but 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 i guess from my perspective is that as being a man you can defend yourself <laughs> you know me well, oh yeah I, okay I, I, i'm completely different like like as being a man some shit break out you can put your fist up you can know what me being a female i can't pop out and be like oh motherfucker let's square up a 200 300 even 150 pound grown ass man if fucking teenager come at me i cannot defend myself a lot of times so i'm not scared of that i'm scared is if you charge at me and i have to do something to defend my life i will fuck you up and go to jail that's what i'm afraid of no you know, that's from that's, my perspective that's, that's exactly what i'm saying though I, I don't know it sounds like you're saying the opposite but you're saying the exact same yeah, thing as just, me which what, is that i'm not worried as much about um i thought you were gonna say the opposite which is that you were worried about someone harming you and you can't do anything you're that, saying that you're too. worried okay well if that's different like and I, I mean i worry about that too i do recognize that it's different for women i'm not trying to say it's not different but i am also i worry more that um like that time when uh the dude got in a fight in front of my car and threw the stick in the stick the white dude threw the stick and the stick hit my car mm-hmm. even though he was aiming for somebody else and it knocked my mirror off right there was a i was kind of scared of how calm i was because i was i just snapped right into like okay I, I might have to fuck this dude up i don't know i have his stick now he if he comes over here and he says something to me if i have to go to jail for killing this man that's just what's gonna have to happen because i'm not gonna let him kill me you know what i'm saying like i was thinking like that already and that was off of a random stick hitting my car like the fact that i even was able to go there is scary to me because i'm like that's not hopefully a normal human being is not going through that all the time i i didn't used to be like that but you see the environment we're in it's like nigga i'm not dying for y'all right and and i i guess from i guess I guess the way I'm looking at it is from the perspective for me, I to an extent I have both fears. I have the fear that I might hurt you, then I also have the fear that I might it might be a situation where I'm not able to overpower, overtake this person. Yeah. And a lot of that that double fear comes with being a woman. Right. In my opinion. Because I understand what you're saying but but you just being able to go i got your stick now i'm going to do a f- woman in that same situation they looking at this okay i got a man am i gonna have to get hit my gas am i gonna have to because you have to think of alternative I, things like i said being physically violent sometimes yeah i feel like you think we disagree and we're not i'm not okay i'm literally saying like the way you phrase it is well what am i have to do to survive i'm saying i think that too okay that's i think it's different because you're a woman right and i'm not belittling that i'm saying i still have those same thoughts just it's just different you're a woman right okay you know what i mean but that shit is what's scary about all this shit i bet you i'm not alone in that i bet you there's a lot of black people that think about stuff like this 
every day now you know like what the fuck would i do if it comes down to it you know like i'm not like i said it's not even it's not fear on that basis but it's fear like flight or fight like it's not i don't walk around every day like oh somewhere it's Mm -hmm. not even that and i know that's what they want but they about to get something different yeah they is because they know or fuck around and get fucked up like i don't ascribe to that whole like i'm not my ancestor shit because i think that's very disrespectful and many of our ancestors died fighting and shit i I don't i don't understand when people do that that to me that's just you accepting the white supremacy narrative that everything that was resistance was uh motherfuckers getting water hose and that's not true but um anyway the point being um they they might catch these hands and then i don't know what's gonna happen if if i fuck somebody up i don't know what happens to me after that right i don't know you know what i mean i just don't want to die fucking on my back you know i don't i mean i think about that shit and i think when i see that rally and shit i think about that in that case Mm -hmm. you know like um anyway man uh rest in peace to that woman and Mm -hmm. swift recovery to all those people that got injured um and i hope that um uh, I hope that that dude that did that shit, uh, is actually, to be honest, I hope he dies. I hope he is a death penalty. I don't know if they got it. I don't know if they per state. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not your, uh, progressive fave, dog. I believe in that shit. Kill that motherfucker. I don't care about him. You know, if the death penalty wasn't racist, I'd just be like, kill him you know honestly that's why i'm against it because it's racist yeah i I mean i don't feel like fighting about the shit Mm -hmm. you know don't write in i don't care i understand it's fucked up and racist i don't care i have that vengeance within me i wish he i hope he gets killed Uh, i i I hope he just goes to jail and some nigga kills him in there um yeah fuck him uh all right hold on i gotta go to the next uh session we up at the break and we've talked only about this so far we'll try to find some other things to talk about uh give me one second uh yeah and the biggest reason why me and you haven't really talked about it because i really hadn't said anything because i've been just sitting in my thoughts and getting my mind right and just delving through all the information like everybody else yeah i mean sometimes i also i don't want to talk about this all the time in my free time we go out to eat or something i know we had a podcast certain topics are gonna come up and i honestly don't be wanting to talk about this shit constantly all the time and i'm sure black people don't want to hear about this but we had this podcast for a reason and there's also black people out there in america that probably feel alone that are in jobs where they're in the middle of the country and they don't have support and shit and maybe hopefully hearing some other black people talk about this might um give them some level of ease you know like you're not alone out there if you out there by yourself and surrounded by white people because you can't trust any of them because of shit like this and i don't care how it feels but uh how it make white people feel they don't feel uncomfortable we can't trust any of y'all because of this shit you know too many it's not all of us not me type people out here but they not out here doing nothing they not stopping their racist uncles they not cutting them off they not saying they think it's cute you know i i had a friend who used to send me emails from his conspiracy theory racist uncle or cousin or some shit and he would think haha isn't this funny but then when i would start breaking down how fucked up it was i noticed him being uncomfortable and he would be like well yeah i mean he's harmless he's just a guy and i'm like but he's not he's harmless to you but his shit harms me every fucking day his mentality 
harms me it takes form in laws it takes form in the police it takes form in the media it is real you know that was a oh, one last thing that was another thing somebody told me like well i feel like the media is to blame for all this for hyping this up and it was a black dude and i told him i didn't want to debate him online because honestly it what would it matter if two people in the world come to agreement or not on fucking twitter it literally has zero impact on the world but what i will say is this before there was a fucking media before there was cnn msnbc and fox news even when it was just newspapers even before the printing press white people been fucked up since fucked up was fucked up we not about to act like this shit is brand new white people are basically good and they just get uh they just start being this way because they turn on the tv one day no this shit is by design it's generational it is uh it it has penetrated every level of society it has penetrated your religion it has penetrated the things that we teach in school it is already there it is pervasive and no is no one thing to blame it's just like a video game can't be responsible for columbine or a rap album can't be responsible for ray rice hitting his wife it some of this shit is societal and systemic and epidemic levels and no you can't blame somebody else for it it's you take some fucking personal responsibility that you always asking us to take take that shit for your motherfucking self and look at your sons before you pack their lunch and shit and tell them the shit is wrong you know white women are complicit in this shit white people are complicit in this shit the media is the the media is chicken or egg argument is the media that way because people are that way or people that way because the media is that way i don't give a fuck the solution is but i know this people that way before there was a media before there was a a bill o'reilly people was racist so fuck out of here with that all right sorry uh more angry news inside the fight that could derail the democratic party it's a long ass cnn article and the basic thing is these niggas still fighting so if your hope was uh having trump and and this and this angry presidential uh election and society and environment will actually cause unity on the left and people will say you know what i i don't even care if if i think these people are too progressive or too liberal i will just come to their side because you know they were there were enough for them to derail hillary clinton so therefore we have to do whatever they say they've taken the party hostage that's what's gonna happen remember all those predictions yeah uh that's not what happened apparently people still fighting because they're like i'm not giving you my party just because a few of y'all niggas got angry and y'all not really democrats and y'all can't just have our party without putting in on this man come on you don't support nobody you don't stump in nobody else's ground you don't spend no motherfucking money here and as soon as uh the election was over you went back to a I beat it right yeah as soon as it was over he was like i'm an independent i'm not really a democrat but he gives speeches for uh democrats he does this unity tour uh that he goes he's going around the country as if he's a democrat um he's definitely you he's definitely speaking out of both sides of his mouth and his supporters are too um and they essentially want to take over the democratic party and the democratic party's like no that's that's really what's is that simple and my thing was people said they took a lot of credit bernie Bernie didn't win that so we that's the reason hillary lost a lot of people but they don't want no credit for donald trump which i think is kind of it's kind of like playing playing both sides of that fence come on because either you saying that since bernie didn't win you wouldn't fuck with hillary so trump won 
so you are responsible indirectly for trump or if not even directly come on but yet at the same time you're also saying that trump is not your fault and that has nothing to do with you and you would never let you would never let that happen and all this shit so it is i don't know some real funky logic over there with that not to mention the math and doesn't add up no matter how they put it if you can't win a primary you're not gonna beat trump any mm-hmm. poll that had uh hillary beating trump had bernie beating trump but those polls turned out to be wrong right so now what also she won the popular vote so now what we would have just been sitting up here with like well bernie won less than the popular vote and probably lost so now what because it's not like everybody was gonna vote for hillary was gonna turn around and vote for bernie either it was Mm-mm. there was gonna be some runoff no matter which person won that's how all of these uh elections go um and this one was just more divisive than normal because there's a guy from outside the party trying to take over the party but yeah I, I don't know how people um could even fall for that shit anyway point being they still arguing uh the vermont independent senator himself is winning battles over the direction of the democratic party he's emerged as a messaging leader on health care uh, appeared on a unity tour with the party's new chairman and helped craft a populist economic agenda for the midterm elections many democrats even concede the possibility that sanders could enter the 2020 presidential race as the party's front runner if he chooses to run you know, 85 what's happening here 90 i don't know how old he's gonna be but um he would yes he would be old yes but even as sanders and the party leadership increasingly take make ties on capitol hill in fighting with roots uh in the ideologically loaded and often deeply personal 2016 primary are threatening to blow up the uh detente uh this new series of emotional racially tinged arguments could shatter a fragile peace forge the opposition to president donald trump and undermine the democratic efforts to claw back control from republicans in congress during next year's midterm election season uh unity requires give and take but it seems that it's just take 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 from the bernie crash said nina turner uh the president of our revolution the political organization that emerged from sanders 2016 run for president using the term bernie crash that sanders supporters like turner apply to themselves essentially what she's saying because the first time i read this quote i thought oh she's saying the bernie crash just want to take 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 and they not giving nothing i'm like good that's what they do i'm glad i'm glad that nina turner kind of uh realizes that and no she's saying the opposite she's saying the democratic party just wants the bernie crats to just take 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 insult after insult and slide after slide and never uh do anything about it and uh i don't know that sounds ridiculous to me but those are just the interactions i've had with bernie people uh turner was appointed by sanders to the dnc's unity commission in the wake of the 2016 contest her comments have led other members of the 21 person commission to grumble that turner is more interested in sowing discord as a publicity and fundraising tool but in an interview with cnn she refused to back down the bernie crats are being labeled as always wrong they don't get it they're too emotional they don't want to win elections this is hurtful a hurtful environment and people are human and do have feelings so both sides are just duking it out but you know a strategy to this shit right y'all didn't want to win he don't want to win he didn't want to win and if he wanted to be here to clinton he had to court to black people he don't know how to talk to black people he didn't stump in a lot of black spaces and she won them all that's the truth so what, what I don't, your feelings has nothing to do with strategy baby yeah yep and uh that's i find it interesting that uh anyway i i have something to say in a second but mm-hmm. yep I, I noticed that too yeah and the tone deafness is why people go fuck y'all but go ahead 
the anger that simmered in sanders camp since 2016 democratic national convention bubbled to the surface in comments from some of vermont senators most prominent political allies and surrogates particularly in two recent clashes first three key sanders backers national nurses union executive director roseanne demoro pro sanders journalist nomiki const and uh people and people for bernie co-founder winnie wong publicly dismissed senator kamala harris's prospects of winning over the party's progressive wing the pointed quotes were picked up online when a mic report uh published after the california democrat was fed by top party donors in the hamptons went viral in late july many democrats saw the criticism of harris as a needless counterproductive jab as a rising star but sanders backers who tend to be younger and whiter than the overall democratic electorate were stung by the suggestions that this distaste for harris is fueled by race here's the thing uh and this is and this is so sincere and um this is one of the reasons i say that uh, a lot of the like really leftist black people are going to have a pr problem for a while that shit is a fact that bernie sanders supporters are young and white Mm -hmm. for the most part Mm -hmm. doesn't mean there's no black bernie supporters doesn't mean there's no black people in the most progressive ultra left it doesn't mean any of that doesn't mean that but if you think that you are the representative and the voice over there you are kidding yourself come on and if that's your your gripe if that's what you're gonna be angry at people about is that they pretend that quote-unquote pretend that you don't exist it that's that's gonna be a gripe you're gonna have forever because you don't have the numbers and you're not in the positions to truly be uh uh considered the voice that's that's just what that is that's why people go yeah that's that's a young white people's game is it fair it's no it's not fair you know um i don't know the i haven't seen poll numbers i haven't seen uh surveys or anything i don't know what the number is uh i do know what the poll return numbers are for after we do vote in these elections they not getting a lot of the black vote so if if you're looking at that party and going and that position and going how come black people aren't seen as the face it's because you literally are not the face and if that's an in, if you find that insulting that you have to take that up with them because because honestly i'm so sick of black people getting mad at like at at, at the three percent the two percent the one percent of black people over there getting mad at everybody else because they're like yeah man for the most part y'all niggas aren't in this conversation when it comes to the discussion just because people that they don't promote y'all as voices right they don't put you at the head of anything Mm, we don't see your face nowhere they don't yeah they don't like you're not in most people's minds representative of this huge swath of blackness and that is a a a problem in the way that they promote shit over there you know I, i think it's a problem on the extreme left that they don't seem to give a fuck about black shit in general they pivot towards the economy so then you make people that are black frustrated with the the most vocal voices on the left and then the people that are getting squashed down in the whole thing are other black people that are becoming uh victimized uh by erasure over there too so like i feel bad for them but at the same time you know that's what's happening like you blaming other black people and shit what's that matter yeah that that yeah that, that that's not gonna make a a difference and it's one of the things to where uh in my opinion and bernie basically you're trying to go after the same 
white supremacist people that they're marching and protesting right now so why would black people give a fuck about what you got to say well that's the thing that's what the vocal left is saying like bernie and them their messaging is one of we can capitulate to these white people that voted for trump many black people on the left don't see bernie as a spokesperson they don't see him as a radical they see him as very standard um compromise they see him as the almost the way that most black people look at hillary they see him as that but it doesn't not that it doesn't matter but they're not it's not enough people and their voices aren't amplified enough to completely change that narrative and i see them getting angry and shit on twitter and i I just don't say nothing because i'm like that problem is much bigger than you like going well i'm just sick of people erasing us and not talking about us that problem is so big the people that you should be sick of are the people on the, over there that are doing that because yeah, you're you want to leapfrog this point like there's a point where you need to basically take over the left right and i don't mean the democrats i mean you need to take over the mo that the socialism aspect the the uh the bernie sanders act you need to take that over and if you can't take it over you can't skip that step and then be like how come the people that are in the democratic party don't see that we over here because the people that are over, supposed to be over there with you as your allies they don't see you and they don't see us and that's not right. a PR problem yeah i feel like i just feel bad for them because it's because it's, it's not fair what's happening over there right. but that's the truth right and that's the reality of and it. when you look at the people that support bernie who is if you did a poll in america who is the face of socialism in america it would be bernie even though many people that are you know very strict true socialists don't believe he is mm-hmm. or should be that's what it is right now and that dude's extremely racially tone deaf and black people don't fuck with him i'm not sure how we're supposed to get past that you know and and, and honestly it's not my job to figure that out but mm-hmm. hopefully somebody will i don't know um uh but yeah so uh i just want to i just wanted to reiterate that before i go into this next point but yes it is a fact Bernie Sanders, the most vocal, quote unquote, socialist, the loudest voice of socialism in America, has a very young white fan base. So then when Joy Ann Reed tweets, so black Democrats must go begging young white leftists who were not numerous enough to nominate their preferred pick last time. Come on. Somehow in that, I saw people that were black on the left get mad but that's a fact though she was specifically talking in that tweet i remember reading that string and being like i see what you're saying because she was specifically talking about bernie sanders and this one article that basically said bernie sanders and his young white leftist base want to take over the democratic party and she was like black people are the base of this party we supposed to just beg y'all niggas for no y'all supposed to be begging us like that's how it is we have the power over in this party if it's gonna be some old do it this way or lose shit then it's gonna be because black people said do it this way or lose it's not because it's not gonna be because of y'all right it's not enough of y'all and i saw people getting offended like see she didn't even say nothing about black people y'all try to act like we not over here i'm like well did you read the article because the article's Mm -hmm. talking about how his support is black is young and white so our so unless you're trying to say there she that there's a large swath of young black people that are supporting bernie sanders and being ignored then and maybe there is let's say there is let's say there is why isn't bernie promoting y'all 
Yeah, and let's let's say, Why, where is your voice? Right, and that's the thing. If it is, nobody hears y'all. Right, because if it, if you're telling me your voice is Bernie, well, Bernie don't believe in identity politics, so he's saying fuck y'all's racial shit. If you're telling me your voice is Nina Turner, Nina Turner mirrors what Bernie says. She says the same thing about identity politics. So now what? Because cause I, I, I do care about identity politics. You know, Bernie pivots to the, to the economy away from identity politics. Let me tell you something about identity politics. Identity politics is the economy. Yes, it is. It's just not the white male economy. Right. But you're telling me abortion is uh, uh, something that Bernie Sanders is willing to compromise on? you telling me that's not the economy? You pay for these kids. You pay for this health care. They gonna shut down Planned Parenthood behind this shit. You, where's that cost gonna come from? How am I supposed to, all the other stuff that they do, but besides just, not that there's anything wrong with abortion, but besides just that, all the other shit that they do, they just supposed to, I'm supposed to find that somewhere else? It, it doesn't make sense. Mm-mm. How can you nominate or support candidates who don't support that? Yeah, how can you compromise there? But I'm supposed to believe you won't compromise on my black ass rights. Come on. You know, like that that is a huge problem over there. And it's why people don't fuck with him like that. It's why he's gonna continue to lose the black vote. You know? It's it's why and 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 so that's a big problem. Um over policing of black communities is an economic problem. It's not identity politics. We're not just in the street because we're emotional and upset that our loved ones are being killed. Not that that's not a valid ass reason, but it also is emblematic and of, 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 of a bigger issue, which is the fact that incarceration is essentially slavery in America now. Mm-hmm. And you're promoting, we're still being enslaved into these systems. When you have a Ferguson where a police department is essentially monetizing crime by creating like they're, they, they basically, uh privatized crime they basically said we need to have a certain amount of crime we're gonna put warrants on people for fucking parking tickets put them in jail give them high bail write you know write this check uh write this invoice to the government and say hey send us some money we just locked up 10 more people and we need the money to for that and we get some we get a cut of that like that is an economic thing that is the economy that is not just identity politics we talk about people uh with immigration kicking people out of this country they came here to try to find a living that they have jobs they have families they have kids in school that's economic dog it's not just identity politics we talk about muslims coming here to work sometimes fleeing places where (laughs) it, it might even be our bombs but places where they're getting killed and shit come on like that's economic too that's 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 more than just identity politics these compromises are compromises that are simply about not being a white man. So that's why people don't fuck with Bernie. And you wonder why the fuck he keep losing and why people ain't going to vote for him. That's why people ain't voting for him. Because he calls me and shit that I believe in identity politics. This LGBTQ shit, the ban in the military on transgender people, the fact that they are eroding the federal rights of uh uh gay people and to be employed where you can no longer be protected as 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 under employment where the federal where where uh title nine is not supposed it's supposed to exempt people who are trans now and say sexual orientation and shit that's not protected gender is protected but not 
your actual orientation whether gender orientation or sexual orientation that's the economy that's a job literally for somebody it doesn't get more one-to-one than that yet this man will only throw lip service at that shit and it does and if it comes down to it in his zeal to quote unquote i don't know get wall street whatever that fucking means and his zeal to break up the banks he will compromise on every last one of those things because he's not beholding to any of those demographics he doesn't believe in that shit he's like it would be nice but that's it the economy is not going to do anything about the fact that my net worth as a black man who graduated from college will always be below that of a white person as a fucking high school dropout right show me the plan for that because you keep telling me you're gonna get to it later and i don't believe you you know like that's the thing that you keep dropping if you don't care then just don't care but if you don't but don't tell me you care why you don't care like no one's that stupid so anyway man that's the shit that i i I find funny over there you know he never and i'll go back to this i said on the show a long time ago he never even made the connection that could have saved his entire fucking campaign by being like listen it was the racism in the housing market crash that led to the corruption uh, of wall street and it hurt everybody so on the backs of black and brown people that were targeted with these fucking subprime loans you ended up with wall street people getting rich as fuck off of that shit and nobody went to jail and i'm here to tell black people i'm gonna put them motherfuckers in jail all of a sudden you got me listening he wouldn't even make the connection because he's so fucking scared that his supporters are gonna hear black and run the fuck away like oh i wouldn't hear for all that race shit bernie i thought you were just gonna say that uh black lives matter and walk away i didn't know you were gonna you know i i, I thought you were just gonna say the economy because you know why those white people are over there they're there to get a leg up for whiteness for right. for them that's it they are upset and jealous at these white people that are making more money off of capitalism than they are that's it you don't give a fuck about your rights you don't give a fuck about me you don't give a fuck about women white people are there just to be like i'm mad at these other rich white people why they get to be rich and i'm not i was promised a car and a job and a house and a picket fence and i ain't got it that's it and you can't trust them because they ain't allies for shit i do not i have no trust over there on that side it's not a coalition if you don't build a coalition how the fuck i'm supposed to trust you to be honest bernie should be coming in and getting like minimum 30 percent of the black vote if he want any level of trust like what he did in michigan but everywhere he should be doing that everywhere you shouldn't be writing off the south you shouldn't be you like you should be absolutely you shouldn't be trotting out cornell west and killing mike you shouldn't be uh you know you you should you shouldn't be uh going to one hbcu and skipping the rest no you should be everywhere getting that black vote and you shouldn't be out here trotting out this i hate identity politics bullshit um because no black person is gonna not see the code in that so yeah he's a he's a he's a limp dick leader dog no one's fucking with him he can't be he's not a unifier he's not a transformative figure like obama was where where even when people disagree with him when he's talking people feel like well he's giving me hope maybe it can work out he's not even that kind of guy he's an angry white dude in a wrinkled suit that unless you're angry at wall street and that's the only thing you care about he ain't got shit for you man Mm -mm. so yeah man this fight inside where they're trying to take down coincidentally three 
people of color candidates in 2017 when the fucking election ended to 2020 you're so that's that's the desperation of bernie sanders supporters Mm -hmm. they're so desperate and scared they're doing character assassination in 2017 Mm -hmm. dog you don't even know who's running y'all that scared they are what does that say about your man the only way you think you can get him through is basically unopposed because you know if anybody steps to him he losing particularly if anybody brown steps forward and that goes back to my ultimate point that i wanted to make before i click off this fucking article um y'all need to be running nina turner now she parrots the same things he says this is not to say that her policies are better this is not to say that her um stances are better i I saw some shit where she she was talking about identity politics and i was like sis come on really you you about to tell me that this shit just identity politics you black you know you know better but you're saying what you need to do to have his supporters stay with you this is the plan that y'all have i'm sure y'all get y'all talking points together i'm sure that this is you know y'all have decided that that is the line to try you know like he he wasn't saying identity politics on the campaign trail when he needed a black vote now you're saying it message received trump people you're hoping that they'll get the code and let me tell you something you'll never get those trump voters because they voted for racism and y'all ain't racist enough right so you're not racist enough to get them so you need to be trying to get the black vote i don't know what the fuck y'all doing over there it's a horrible strategy and you're never going to win the democratic primary without the black vote ever and you're not gonna get it by trotting out some of the most anti-black uh woke candidate uh woke spokespeople that are so black they don't fuck with black people it's 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 a stupid ass plan right and then you're not also you're not going to get it by not campaigning in areas until like a day or two before first time here in north carolina we even see anything promote anything you have did it was literally like a day or two before it was time to vote and then turn around and tell the niggas that y'all are stupid and y'all uneducated and y'all just don't know i remember those things like they want to take over the dnc but also say the dnc is the enemy you can't have both they, i just i don't understand what their plan is but anyway my point is they should have been running they should be running nina sanders anyway i mean nina turner anyway you know possibly simone sanders i don't know but i thought simone was uh kind of hedged her bet and i know she supported hillary after uh bernie lost and all that stuff which is nothing wrong with that but i'm just saying she probably would be even better but i don't know how they feel about her but um uh y'all should be running nina turner she's young she's black she's a woman she says all the same shit that bernie sanders says but she might get more traction with black people saying that shit than bernie would if bernie can push his ego aside and he really cares about the country and he just wants his platform to be electable that's what he wants is his own thing if it's not about him and it's about the people and all the stuff that he says then why wouldn't y'all just run nina turner instead she definitely would have a better chance of winning than he would optically uh black black first of all black women who did vote in the um general election 94 percent of them voted democrat if you can get nina Turner on a democratic ticket in the primary you got a chance of hitting at the black vote that is the base of these other people 
you know and it would be honestly i i mean i don't know if if there's some other reason i just i'm not thinking of or i just don't know but literally if you rather than trying to character assassinate kamala harris why wouldn't you just run nina turner to get it the black woman vote because she because you think hillary got the black woman vote nigga if they run a black woman they gonna get the black woman vote from the democrats period and kamala harris can do it because no offense to uh the people that are upset with some of the issues they have with her uh in the big scheme of things they are very small issues compared to what most people care about in america that is not shade towards anybody's issues i get it like the sex worker thing the uh even the um they had prison labor in california um and like she didn't challenge challenge the use of it in a, in some situations like this is not to belittle those things but if you're being honest the vast majority of america is not gonna be like well i'll never vote for her because i think she shouldn't have got rid of back page that is and you know i'm telling the truth there's like a there's a portion of people that are very very pro sex worker rights or whatever disagree about her approach to that but that is not enough they'll probably never even ask those questions in a debate so let's talk about why the fuck y'all why she can't win you know like that's not it's not gonna happen so it i just think it's funny in 2017 they're already character assassinated and it's not just her it's cory booker it's like a bunch of people they're, they're just going after these coincidentally black people and they had some non-black people go after these black people but they not black like just because they not white don't mean that they can come at these black people and i'm not gonna say see the, the pattern uh but anyway point being at all this shit i'm surprised they just not running nina turner what's why wouldn't you just run nina turner i don't understand is she bad at speeches or something like i don't she clearly must got next over there or are you scared that if you say balls in your court now nina is your you take the movement that bernie and these people have galvanized and you you had it up are you scared them white people gonna leave yup yup you're not gonna get the support are you scared they're gonna leave because that's when my question man becomes because she seems to be the obvious candidate over there if you're trying to win young black women left voters seem to be the obvious candidate you might even get some of those staunch hardcore like i'm so woke and black that i don't fuck with i just only fuck with like three people you might even get some of them people to be like you know what maybe we can push nina turner on some things maybe she'll listen because she's black and da 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 maybe i'm just saying it they those people don't fuck with bernie either and this is just another way to lose in 2020 right now show me what you're doing any different than last time i don't see anything different if anything it's gotten worse with the whole like we're gonna try to get these races over here it's gotten worse so what are y'all gonna do because that's what everybody's looking at y'all like is this the plan because that can't be the plan if that's the plan then i guess we're gonna have to just wait to see what barack obama does behind the scenes because y'all are just playing right into his hands it's gonna go it's gonna be that again and i'm not even saying i'm opposed to that i'm just saying just looking at the chessboard that everybody's basically waiting on the return of the messiah to say hey these are the people that we're supporting and this is the future of the party now go out and vote for them and then that person's gonna have a hell of an advocate speaking on their behalf on these campaign trails because regardless of how the fuck y'all feel about it barack obama's still the most popular politician in all of america and married to the most popular non-politician that speaks on politics and michelle obama 
and friends with them carters i mean come on it's it's ugly if y'all not if y'all can't get it together no better than this it's ugly because it's like cool that they're trying to throw it's 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 fading already you know uh and yeah. it seemed desperate mm-hmm. and they just scared they was like well we better shoot everybody down because we know whoever he picks that's who people are gonna flock to mm-hmm. so odd know that these folks have it in for kamala harris and cory booker tweeted near tandon the president of the center for american progress the intense backlash provoked an equally sharp response from sanders allies including turner and the three who had initially paid harris demora wong and cox uh none of none of whom are white men uh the online brouhaha set the stage for an in-person clash july 25th the same day the senate would vote on a motion to proceed on the republican obama repeal bill a coincidence that would lead some party officials to question our revolution's tactics and motives just outside the democratic national committee headquarters in washington yeah so on the day that um everybody was supposed to be concentrating on the obamacare repeal bill trying to make that not pass these motherfuckers showed up talking about some we ain't getting our we ain't getting enough shine turner led a group of 60 activists to deliver a petition to the dnc our revolution had told dnc officials of his plans three weeks earlier when they arrived dnc senior staffers greeted them on the steps with boxes of donuts and bottles of water (laughs) that's hilarious the building's security team used crowd control measures when large crowds come a dnc spokeswoman said it's not an unusual step particularly for a party that was hacked in 2016 with the political world on edge after the shooting at a congress congressional baseball practice dnc political director amanda brown learman uh spoke to the group on the building steps thanking them for their activism but turner who is sanders appointed member of the dnc's unity commission a dnc member and a longtime democrat was upset she wasn't allowed in the building they were like did you have an appointment no Uh, well they said three weeks ago they had said they were coming so i don't know if they had an appointment or not but they said they were coming we understand the fire code is not our first time delivering petitions we get it turner said but she added the dnc will have invited could have invited her and five people delivering the petitions into the building to sit down and briefly chat and then we could have walked out in five or ten minutes unified they didn't even do that for what y'all weren't gonna agree no you're not taking over their party don't waste their time and legitimately this was the day of the vote for the fucking health care repeal right which which shows me your goddamn disconnect right that i mean that's some really unfortunate time and i know this is quote unquote never a good time but that literally is the worst time they're like dog we gotta vote no you can't come in here talking no bullshit beat it the american people didn't give a fuck about that at that moment they just worried like about my health care right all hands on deck let's fight against this the incident took on an increased importance after turner lashed out at dnc in an interview with buzzfeed which was probably late published late wednesday tomorrow whose nurse union provided crucial backing to sanders 2016 presidential campaign spoke to turner after the story's publication i told her that the problem here is that she's a movement leader she's speaking truth to power tomorrow said um yeah she wrote a uh she uh she gave an interview where she took issue with dictatorial arrogant pompous dnc um and said they were absolutely insulting so they're about to take a big vote you talking about give me 10 minutes it's like dog we're trying to vote on health care and shit like this and you were like i just need 10 minutes of your time i told you three weeks ago uh nah here's some donuts and some water we ain't trying to be rude but we don't got time to sit with you y'all like, can't come in right right because you're not voting you don't need you i mean what's all y'all just delivering a petition so what i mean okay thank you y'all can go 
like i, I mean what, what's the point <laughs> y'all have no power here right like oh we could and i don't believe her either though we Me just speak for five either. or ten minutes it would have been straight no way they were like we got the vote if y'all don't get out of here i wouldn't be surprised if they planned it knowing that they will have to turn us away on this day it was which yeah. would actually be some good chess move strategy if they mm-hmm. did right anyway um she so yeah she gave a whole like inter- interview saying that they the dnc didn't listen to people and all this shit keep in mind bernie sanders has installed people within the dnc now keith ellison is a bernie supporter i mean what they he on the establishment side right Mm. hmm bernie is a leader in the dnc now just because he independent don't make him not a leader correct i'm what's going on i don't know uh but yeah she wrote in the email it's time for the democratic party to feel the burn again the dnc may think they can continue working behind closed doors they will know different than when millions of us come knocking all right good luck with that man they tried to seduce us with donuts and water they're pomp- seduced they're pompous and arrogant enough to say to the people you're not good enough to be on our property and oh by the way we're just gonna hand you donuts and water over the barricade that is insulting absolutely insulting while they was taking a vote what the fuck are you talking about ma'am um that's like you roll up or something i told you that we having a family meeting you can't come in here here's some donuts and water i'm not gonna leave you empty-handed but you need to get in your car and leave Mm-hmm. at least they gave you that cause a lot of people when they gave you shit and just said get off our property that's what they said that they were they were meant to be tokens of goodwill that the snacks were a source of animus came as a surprise right. inside the building i really do hate when that happens though well you'd be like because then i'd be like i could have kept my donut and water inside and ate my shit and been like y'all gonna be mad anyway right. i hate that shit when i do something nice and people be like this is really an insult if you think about it i'm like the fuck it is then give me my money back <laughs> put them donuts down put them back over the fence shit i ain't i'll be insulting myself then inside right. with this Krispy cream um but yeah it's just funny because um you know they have progressives inside of the dnc mm-hmm. according to turner the incident remains unresolved the dnc chair tom perez would be wise to get call her and apologize she said quickly recalling his weakness with progressives in the tight chair race earlier this year with against ellison now serving as dnc deputy chair yeah ellison's deputy chair perez is chair and i know perez was i think endorsed by obama or something for the chair or maybe it's hillary and my thing if i'm not mistaken don't they say they do this often like if they're doing something they'll hand out like no okay this is this was a goodwill measure Uh, okay they were trying to make peace here's what's funny though and this is this is this is like the caller carter the bernie crack nigga y'all lost you was weak with progressives and you barely won the, the chair yeah but i won so you actually don't have the leverage you say you have this whole like well next time we're gonna really be mad nigga you don't fuck with me now you didn't buy into this how the fuck you gonna hurt me like you have to have some leverage and that's why people keep being like we don't want to appease y'all y'all don't build no coalitions to even hurt anyone Mm -mm. you have to build some some sort of goodwill before you can take it away if all you got to do is drag me every time you come up, nigga, I don't give a fuck about you then. Keep dragging. It's, it's, it's such a stupid ass. Uh, anyway, such a dumb tactic. It's so short sighted. I just wish they would mm-hmm. smarten up and make smarter inroads because 
it's one thing to pull the rug from under somebody where they thought you was fucking with them and you'd be like nope you better do what i say or i'm gonna pull the rug from under you it's another to be like i don't didn't fuck with you did and i'll never fuck with your ass like okay okay then i'm still winning i don't know if you noticed but i'm winning and you're not you keep coming up second place talking about some i'm out y'all need to do what i tell you to do nigga you in second you think you say both ever turn around and be like well michael johnson said nigga you in second (laughs) like i'm winning i'll take your advice when you come in first that's how it always gonna be uh sanders allies view any push to diminish turner as one designed to undercut sanders um uh the primary reason sanders struggled with black and latino voters in 2016 democratic primary to win the nomination in the if he opts to run in 2020 he will need to expand his base of support and turner his allies see a powerful black female figure whose prominence showcases his broader appeal you want to know what's funny white people see that right now they need black people to see that uh maybe he's gonna try to run her as vp maybe that could work i don't know i feel like she need if he really want to win they gotta flip that ticket it's gotta be her 2020 maybe he can be vp or something but it can't be uh it won't be him too much too many bridges have been burned between him and black people and women and all this shit uh they would like to classify everyone as a bernie bro as a white guy and an angry white man demoro said what i think the average on twitter look like yeah that's well what's funny is that it's that not all shit y'all do have a white angry man problem y'all have a young angry white man problem over there and the people that get interacted with from a lot of these angry ass white people come away feeling like that's representative of y'all's brand what y'all gonna do to fix that because they're the loudest because because just getting mad at other people for not recognizing that y'all over there ain't, ain't a that ain't no reason what i think that buzzfeed story indicates nina's affecting this as a leader tomorrow says she's a leader a movement leader are always under attack especially black movement leaders so the narrative is to try and make them look unhinged and balanced is to try to make anyone who speaks truth to power look unstable which is funny because much of the critique y'all have on is of a black leader that y'all tried to make look hmm. oh maybe i'm tripping maybe i'm tripping i don't know a lot of y'all claim to the throne is that you know obama was an inept um weak black leader so just saying and then you're also coming for kamala harris who is currently a black leader that y'all are trying to make them look um corrupt and unhinged and imbalanced anyway and both the backlash over sanders allies criticism of harrison dc dnc incident turner says she saw the system democratic donors hillary clinton aligned operatives in particular really trying to continue to try and to drive a wedge between progressive people of color and progressive whites okay that's what it is is hillary clinton making it she making it happen it's not it's nothing over there that's making black people apprehensive we just Mm-mm totally programmed by hillary clinton mm-hmm. that's what it is that's what it is dog we can't think for ourselves Mm-mm. it's that type of monolithic approach to you know nope just now i'm gonna fall for it um they're using identity politics as a weapon she said by criticizing black democrats such as harris booker or former massachusetts governor deval patrick sanders supporters are labeled as racist and the sexist but they don't say the same thing when their side comes out and attacks somebody like me that failure to defend her against racist attacks stings turner adding that she's personally been called bernie's amorosa and bernie's aunt jemima 
to be called that and not have an outcry from the tone police is hypocrisy first of all that is fucked up yes that is if people up. are doing that that is fucked up yes but let me tell you part two of this shit though you sound like a goddamn republican when you say that the tone police didn't come when they said something about me but how can you decry identity politics and then at the same time be like why ain't y'all protecting me for being a black woman pick a side dog but you know what dog like i said you should probably be running this shit over bernie so you know if you feel like it's a double standard you should probably be the one in charge but you'll never be in charge. and let's see what y'all's white supporters over there really think let's find out feel like y'all afraid to find out what they really think feel like that's what this whole post-election bernie sanders unity shit has been about they really are afraid to find out what the white people who fuck with bernie sanders truly think if he would have come out and be like actually i have a very progressive racial agenda too i would i i feel like y'all think we're better off trying to get white voters white working class voters which is also identity politics white is a race working class is a class um y'all are more worried about their coveted feelings and their votes than other people and we sense that and that's why we don't fuck with y'all so y'all gotta change or something i don't know um but yeah i would just like to double down if people are calling her bernie's amorosa or aunt jamama they racist and they wrong and they shouldn't be doing that right that's fucked up and if i see it i'll tell people they fucked up that shouldn't do that you know just because you black and on the left and people disagree with you doesn't mean they should be able to you know call you out your name over that shit correct that's whack um anyway uh sanders hasn't really said anything about this divide which is interesting because he's supposed to be this really woke white dude that's a unifying figure and i don't see it all right we talked about this shit a long time nothing we've said is funny uh i will try to move into some funny shit <laughs> oh man i'm oh, sorry man this, this is what happens when i get to thinking about serious shit man i'll try to move into some funny shit and uh we'll see what we can do uh no fucking with black people today white people news oh yeah we could do some white people news i feel like we could all go for some white people news right about now everybody got a hundred everybody's got a hundred um you know karen brings up a good point we do some white people news we'll get some uh some positivity going here guys this yeah, is, uh, my mood needs to be changed this, i mean it's a frustrating show but i feel like a lot of black people are probably frustrated and i hope that we at least touched on some things people are thinking about or maybe even uh gave some voices to people out there or uh, at least a perspective because i know people yeah. are still on that why don't y'all love bernie shit you and, are and watching and that, now y'all know right that and that's so funny people want to hear what we got to say about it too so it's you know it's, we're not gonna run from it true some people only tune in when some fucked up shit happened to black people all right is it showing on my screen not yet son of a gun do i need to refresh no 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 no, no. It's, it's probably my computer give me a second oh yep something went wrong we encountered an error give me a second I'm try this again share my screen and we'll get into some calming white people news i'm gonna skip that y'all's man oh no we're not doing that we, just we gonna... talked about him today no 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 get into some white people news yeah let's 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 get on it wish i had poured me a glass of wine i know we still got time let me get you some real quick you know what i will take some wine karen okay if you would like to pour a glass for your boy 
uh plus it like i might have to refresh because this shit is not showing up on my screen huh yep okay oh uh, maybe i'll play some play a clip till uh, it comes up on my screen give me a second guys see if i can refresh or something Oh no, I see it. Okay. Hey, Stone, Stone, uh, Alfred, do you have any booty sweats? Uh, yeah, get him chugging on some of Alpha's ass water. That'll bring him around. It's a cure off. Man, what you coming out and movies for anyway? Do you need another revenue stream? For your information, my revenue stream currently generates $2 million a year in charitable contributions for my community. I think. And why am I in this movie? Maybe I just knew I had to represent. Because they had one good party here for a black man, they gave it to Crocodile Dundee. Puppy breaks, kid. That man's a national treasure. I just wanted to throw another shrimp on you, Bobby. That shit ain't funny. Hey, fellas, it's hot. We're tired. It's I'm just fucking with you, kangaroo Jeff. I'm sorry, a dingo ate your baby. You know that's a true story. Lady lost a kid. You about to cross some fucking lines. Guys, relax. You stuff. know what? Fuck that, man. I'm sick of this koala hugging nigga. Tell him he's. <laughs> song for the jefferson you really need help and just because the theme song don't make it not true that's my shit uh karen is uh actually crushing the grapes with a freak so that's what's taking so long uh guys she'll be back in a few minutes oh she back all right talking smack about me no no mm-hmm. no i, I heard was telling name. the audience it was taking a while yeah song. yeah he talking smack about me y'all ain't it <laughs> mm-hmm. don't y'all tell her in the chat yeah. all right you let's know, c- you know woman just being a woman you know how they be all slow and shit all right here's the uh today's uh today's math everybody motherfucker got a tambourine one of those like bongo type drums they don't up and he definitely the said the nigga part of she ain't messing with no broke niggas we got cheese too just practice it's okay no 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 don't get it don't get it don't worry about it I just peeped that he censored himself on fuck. Like, he didn't say she used to fuck with Usher. He said she meant to fuck with Usher. But he say nigga. What the fuck, white man? I mean, what the fuck, white man? Ha ha! 
I want to know am I supposed to be more insulted by the affront to Kanye West or the more insulted by the affront to Ray Charles I can't tell it's hard to pick it switched to broke but broke on the second time okay anyway people ask why do i play this it's for the revolution y'all okay y'all need to know this out there when they drive up on you at the and you at the anti-racism march you're gonna need you're gonna be glad i I prepared you you're gonna hear this in the background you're gonna know it's time to run Mm mm-hmm that's probably what they be playing on their side of the fence you know they do billions of randy super fleas with giant penises are set to plague homes as a result of britain's soggy summer oh shit mm-hmm. fleas gonna be fucking those them must be them black fleas <laughs> bb fleas giant <laughs> penises you the penis is big enough you can see it i mean it's a goddamn flea them bb fleas karen ah! bb fleas be lit <laughs> <laughs> a plague of billions of sewer fleas with giant penises is set to invade the homes uh thanks to britain's psyche summer sorry to say the august damp weather so soon after a hot spring has created the ideal breeding condition for the pest including a mutation far bigger than normal fleas the randy super males are said to pack a penis two and a half times the length of their entire body good god wow welcome to the club guys um uh the length of their entire body the largest genital relative to size on any bug on earth fed up with chilly wet summer days the insects are now just desperate to hop indoors to feast on any flesh they can find oh yeah nigel Benz a pest controllers a pest controllers basis prompts said the activity and behavior of fleas is often uh very much dependent on the climate mild temperatures and uh during winter means that fewer than usual will have been killed off and as they thrive in a warm and humid environment they'll likely be present in greater numbers than usual for the next few weeks can you spray for them can you put y'all can you put a flea collar on yourself i don't understand this but if they uh they black fleas you just gotta put a white tick out there and then they'll just yeah chop off the revolution and start <laughs> they'll start getting real jobs and mm-hmm. shit start hating on them the fleas that's that's their own kind 
uh the population of fleas seems to grow rapidly in recent years but the risk of an infestation could be bigger than ever this summer the critters are often carried in the homes on the fur of cats and dogs especially if they had contact with rodents foxes or rabbits mr ben says scratching is often the first sign of possible infestation he added bite marks are usually around the ankles or legs often leave small red dots that are itchy and if you do have fleas in your home you can even see them jumping on your carpet or your furniture holy shit they thrive on the fur of pets but will soon hop on the sofas bedding carpet rugs and breeding at alarming rates the female can lay up to 50 eggs a day they hatch in a few days they can survive for several months so the population soon explodes the rspca says that a flea can live between 14 days up to one year with the female laying up to 50 eggs a day although they can't survive without a host for many months um the british pest control association recommends regularly treating pests with flea treatment removing infested infested bedding and regularly treating walls and floors to prevent pests returning jesus be careful out there in britain mm, oh y'all be safe out there we know we got some flisters out there y'all be safe them big dick fleas gonna show up mm-hmm. do you mind if we dance with your dogs mm-hmm. and you're gonna you gonna um open up your door and be like why do you see my dick mm. <laughs> why do you see my dick hey chick you be like what the fuck why do you see some ticks i know <laughs> <laughs> i'm all sucked up puppy up like wham wham I know it's gonna it'll come in there with them famous gray jogging pants. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Stick all to the side. That print. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the, fle- the fleet's gonna have that print. You better watch yeah. out. They ain't gonna have no drawers on. Yes. Mm-hmm. You're gonna be sleeping in the middle of the night. Be like, what the fuck is it? Why is they, my cat's having a party in here? The, hey, how you doing? The men in are gonna be like, you need to get these fleas out of the out of our house and the women gonna be like i don't know they might can stay i know right shit i didn't know they were swinging like that i know right swinging all that flea pipe yeah i know is them jordans you got on hey the flea came in with a chain (laughs) what go teeth what's happening here Mm -hmm. man and wife dead mouse marries his girlfriend kelly grill fedoni but doesn't wear his mask on the big day Oh, the dude that's like a uh, D, ain't like a DJ or something. Oh, so he's one of the DJ dudes that were like the, well, not the Mickey Mouse, but the most famous ones, the one with the Mickey Mouse head. That is him. Oh, I didn't know what the hell this dude looked like. All I know Nobody did. is he has his Mickey Mouse head, and she was like, well, bitch, I married you. Keep the hat, keep the head on. Mm-hmm. Don't nobody know what you really like. What a strobe lights, because that's all I see. It's like stro- and these dudes get paid like that. These dudes make millions of dollars to travel the world mm-hmm. in front of a bunch of uh, uh people at these raid parties. Uh, who knows th- what's happening in the parties? But you know, all you hear is doof 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 doof. Mm-hmm. That's all you hear. And he shared share some snaps on the big day on Instagram, opting against wearing his iconic mask, Mister and Miss Grill. He proudly catching a shot of himself, Corona in one hand, his stunning bride in another. The 36-year-old whose real name is Joel Thomas Zimmerman. Oh, I see why he go by Dead Mouse. Also shared, also shared a picture of his four groomsmen looking dapper in silver slacks and ties. All the best men, calm before the storm, he wrote. His 2.3 million followers also got to see a final glimpse of his fiance before she became his wife. Oh, those is people. Oh, we only hang out with white people. Oh. Uh, so before I go, 
uh here's the last shot of a non-married grill he wrote off of her smiling prettily as she sat for makeup here we go earlier in the day the canadian electronic music producer gave a glimpse into the somewhat non-traditional te- ceremony everything is fine he captured a shot of smoke billowing out of equipment as engineers set up a, at a pool below uh damn this nigga have flames and shit coming Ooh. they make a lot of money i bet you probably did a show afterwards then he showed the one with the with the fire coming out of the equipment and said good, good god everything's still fine he joked in the second shot showing the 30 foot high pillars of flame spectacularly bursting through the power technic gear in january last year the ghost and stuff that's the head yeah that's it and it, it, for all those who uh oh i'm sorry for all y'all that are listening to this audio the next day or whatever uh it's a picture of dead mouse with the helmet on my bad job that's why because i'm just looking at the thing going that's the head he joked in a second shot showing 30 oh wait in january last year ghost and stuff hit maker revealed he had popped a question to the realtor while vacationing in the maldives he is previously engaged to tattoo artist kat von d from december 12th to june 2013 well you know what good for you dead mouse um yeah i will go by dead mouse too you would never hear my first name but i mr and mrs dead mouse mm-hmm. uh i'm surprised they didn't both get married in helmets that would have been cool mm-hmm. i would you know if i would have i'm going by but if that's what you know about you never see my face i'd have been like them um them other two dudes who did that song with pharrell you don't know what the hell them niggas look like that's true daft punk yeah they was like nah we will not take the mystique away heidi montag pratt reveals bump in lingerie maternity shoe as she said she thought she and husband spencer would be kardashian rich mm, that got the shock of their lives didn't they heidi montag has barely has bared her body and soul for a new magazine feature the pregnant reality star 30 showed off her baby bump in a maternity photo shoot for the fullest she and her husband spencer pratt 33 are expecting their first child together a boy later this year she ain't giving off that that beyonce glow Karen. it's something about the glow and mm. and my thing too is that it's just something about it and how can i say this no matter how she looks mm-hmm. you're just not going to get the same critique and i think the thing that kind of put beyonce's and venus up there's so many people critiqued and was just like, y'all ain't shit. And, mm-hmm. and you know, nah, these women feel comfortable. You don't try to stay motherhood. You don't make them feel out of place. You know, you don't make them feel uncomfortable being a mom. So the the mystique just ain't the same. Somebody that brown chocolate skin and make them mad. Well, this isn't fucking with black people. This is white people news. So mm-hmm. I don't even know how Beyonce came up in this. Um, oh, because you got them flowers. Them, I, I don't know them twigs those are like weeds i don't think those are flowers Yeah, twigs that she holding up listen this is why white people don't be bothered karen okay they're not gonna talk about motherhood and how easy she makes it look and why her body goals make them feel insecure that won't come up in this article karen oh no it- because this is beautiful white people news karen okay you're ruining it with your wokeness and y'all double standards and all your this not what y'all said for serena and beyonce look we know but that's not the segment we doing we doing the let's just not be stressed out we didn't talked about stressful shit for two and a half hours people need a break karen okay it's time for woke it's time for white it's time okay, for white okay, okay. I, I i will i will turn that side of me off thank you 
just for a little bit the pink sleeveless robe also adorns the mom to be five foot two in the body uh two inch body the body language singer she sang too opened up what she sang i had no idea me either i guess can we go find out what it is oh lord let me see I'm, i mean we got we're gonna be white let's just be all white she's saying what does she saying more work for me let me see if i can search this up i mean it's gonna be good and terrible so let's go find out oh jesus i know it's gonna be horrible i thought she was a reality star that ain't she a reality star or something i guess tv did ain't this a 90210 lady or that's another lady Mm. i won't say she did not oh she married to spritz she married to spencer pratt from the hill from the hill right. yeah what's her name again heidi montage yeah uh oh it's way down here spotify got body language listed if you look up body language on spotify it lists about 50 songs before you get to hers everybody done did one of these but not her and now your starting lineup for the charlotte hornets number three Six foot five, graduated from North Carolina State University. <laughs> Come on, Hornets, make some noise. <laughs> and Panthers fans, are you ready for some football? <laughs> It sounds like a white strip club anthem. Yes, they stumping hard in them high heels. I know that single came with some Axe body spray. You know it did. And a pair of khakis. Ah! The body language singer opens up about her rise of fame on MTV's The Hills and how their brand did not translate into the age of social media. No, it did, baby. It was such a different time with tabloids. Social media wasn't even out yet. The recession hadn't happened. It was like a whole turning point in that world. Uh we thought we'd be kardashian rich and famous at this point because we were that before they were and looking at where they are now makes sense why we were kind of thought we kind of thought that she continued on her waning popularity after the hills ended though the hills launched in 2006 one year before keeping up with the kardashians my (laughs) it was only one year difference oh nigga y'all just not that interesting my talk blames infighting between the cast and their lack of endurance against the kardashian brand y'all having a sex tape leak listen let me tell you what he fucked up heidi you gotta drop that zero and get with a negro because the whole appeal of the kardashians is that they cuck out in america right they keep fucking with them black men and they don't have to right they the people don't understand so they keep watching the train wreck they wouldn't even be famous if they only fuck with white people nobody would care nobody it's the biggest third rail in america that we can't talk about is interracial sex it's the number one search on all the porn sites and all that shit mm-hmm and that's and, all yeah any points that you go to it's like the number one top thing on it be like if, and, 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 and it's if you want it or not they like look this is what you're gonna get in your face that entire fucking uh the number one porn site right now is black.com it's a black dude sleeping with white women come on man that's what y'all did wrong y'all wouldn't fuck them niggas and you know what that's just a cost y'all had to pay because i know yeah. you probably like i'm i still wouldn't do it so i get it yeah that's the yeah that's the cost you have to pay they even have um like uh cartoons 
that uh like if you like uh uh it's not hentai but it's like american made cartoons with like basically black dudes fucking white women so if you're not even to do that no ma'am yeah that's all that's they they found a way to make it into a classy reality show quote unquote but nigga that's all it's so simple I, sometimes i get angry just at how simple it is it's not complicated Mm-mm, they not. fuck black people the end yep, the end baby uh it's funny because it's not even like a type of black it's just any famous black dude can go get fucked over there and be famous anyway <clears throat> We didn't have co-stars that stuck together. Everyone secretly didn't like each other. Everyone was fighting. She famously feuded with Hill star Lauren Conrad over her relationship with her now husband Pratt. Other cast members, Audrina Partridge and Whitney Port, have also tangled up in the drama and their co-stars with their co-stars on the screen and behind the scenes. Conrad left the program in 2009 and her Laguna Beach enemy Christina Cavallari took over for one season of the MTV program before it was canceled in 2010. Heidi Ponders in the magazine. It's been seven years ago, dog. Mm-hmm. Okay. When you have a family that sticks together, it's different. The Kardashians are a huge cast that has each other's backs. If we would have branded together, who knows what we would all be. You mean a huge cast is the, the Kardashians family? Like That's what she's saying. Oh, okay oh she was saying we just stuck together like them yeah as a tv show they are cast okay but they're also family so they stick together Ah, okay i get her now yes yes i agree i agree ma'am after the hills went on air montag and pratt mostly made headlines for being broke after their lavish spending sprees caught up with them in the one million dollars they put in the recorded hottie's debut album superficial and it's been a joke because that's kind of been the running joke with them the couple dubbed spidey by the press have made appearances on many reality television shows since including i'm a celebrity get me out of here famous food celebrity big brother the mother daughter experiment and marriage boot camp reality stars they announced they were expected in may of this year mm, look good for y'all man mm-hmm. good for y'all uh oprah winfrey introduces her own line of food called oh that's good make your money Mm-hmm. make your money because every day every time we pass the grocery store you see a old a magazine sitting up there all front and every time oprah doing something spectacular on the front Mm-hmm. get your I'm, money boo i'm here for it oh they're gonna buy it up Oprah was like uh yeah i ain't got the oprah show no more but what i am gonna do is always make some money Mm-hmm. that's smart yep uh, it's called oh that's good it's four refrigerated side dishes and four refrigerated soups all with a healthy twist from the cauliflower mashed potatoes to the baked potato soup uh winfrey is excited to introduce a variety of dishes that can cater to the masses even those who typically wouldn't have access to these options they mentioned the idea of making nutritious food accessible to a lot of communities that do not have that option winfrey told people magazine and that's what intrigued me the suits will retail at 4.99 each and the size at 4.49 each so get ready to eat some old that's good not to be confused with uh the shaving products produced by brian pumper called oh in the shave okay <laughs> those are not the same oh in the shave razor brand razors mm-hmm. Oh, and a shave shaving cream. Mm, that'd be a good commercial. Oh, I'll be here for it. They might, they might be able to rival Bevel. Come on, Bubble for days. Check out her legs. Mm-hmm. Uh, socialite daughter twenty-one of Manhattan ballet power couple arrested for stealing more than one thousand dollars. Is she's caught on surveillance camera wearing all black with her accomplice near site of burglary in affluent Maine town. That's a long title. 
yes that is the daughter of a manhattan ballet power couple that's so white has been arrested for a theft ah! after she was caught on surveillance camera wearing all black with an accomplice near the site of one of a string of burglaries in an affluent main town talicia martins 21 and conspirator jacob flanagan 20 are accused of breaking into three local businesses in camden maine between july 30th and 31st stealing more than a thousand dollars martins is the daughter of former new york city ballet principal dancer darcy Kistler and the company's current ballet master-in-chief perry martins peter martins i'm sorry so that, that means you got money why are you selling a thousand dollars baby probably drugs right she was arrested thursday charged with burglary and felony theft after authorities reviewed surveillance footage from the street near one of the burglaries which revealed martins and flanagan both dressed in dark clothes walking nearby uh beautiful mugshot uh martins and flanagan who both live in manhattan stole from smoothie shack francine bistro and camden cone the bistro the smooth smoothie shack that's hilarious camden police department detective kurt andrick said drugs and alcohol were a factor in the burglaries but could not elaborate see you right drugs and alcohol in in june martins was arrested at an apartment on west end avenue in manhattan after she was caught with crack cocaine heroin and hypodermic needle that heroin fucking these little white babies up i could that's why they pushing to change the laws these poor sweet white angels so delicate next thing having them go to jail forever and destroying families next thing you know they driving over people in a march come on camden cone cashier nick greer was the first employee in after the robbery i saw that the window was taken apart and that looked odd so i called the owner and asked if that was normal he said she said no uh then i opened the front door and i saw that the register was not there and i had to call the owner again she was not happy i know she wasn't her little bistro standing on the mic she's beautiful in that picture Greer says that Flanagan summered in Camden for his whole life, but he had never seen Martins before. It's kind of funny because it doesn't sound like she needs to be stealing anything, he said. Investigators caught Martins and Flanagan after receiving an anonymous tip and reviewing surveillance footage which shows them walking down the street in dark clothing near one of the businesses on the second night of the burglaries. Anonymous tip. <coughs> either, either one of them called on each other or one of their friends that was in on it. Mm-hmm. Tech probably parents. The Texas brought the two. Right, it was like, we just calling you to let you know you can go arrest our daughter. Don't tell her it was us. She on that smack. We need to get her locked up. I know, I know. She won't go to rehab. I know. They'll be like, they're, they're telling right now, we don't, we don't need to reward. Detectives brought the two in for questioning on Thursday, and they were arrested shortly after. Martins was charged with burglary and felony theft and was released later that day after posting $1,500 bail, which means you had enough money in the first place. Flanagan was charged with three counts of burglary, three counts of felony theft, and criminal trespassing. He was bailed out Friday afternoon after posting fifteen hundred dollars bail. According to the criminal complaint on her June arrest, officers were called to uh, the apartment around eight p.m. for possible overdose. Inside, they found needles on the bathroom floor, bathroom sink, kitchen counter, and living room floor. They also found glass vials containing crack cocaine residue and two packages of rolling papers containing heroin residue near the bathroom sink yeah sound like they're some addicts and even though she's rich she's on that heroin and that that heroin fucking these white people up right, right. now and it might be something but somebody brought up in there they parent her parents may have cut her off because mm-hmm. like, we're not supplying you getting high we're not funding that no more yeah because these white people like ODing and dying and shit literally it like like it is it is like an epidemic you know and it's one of the things where you don't want nobody to die but i've you just don't want nobody to die i'm saying that there's a picture she took with uh natalie portman back in 2012 she's beautiful before she was on that shit mm-hmm. yeah she on that shit now karen robbing the bistros in the cone shop 
i know they're like what the fuck we gotta do with your drug problem that's funny because they they rob the rich people they rob rich people shit still yeah right but they didn't rob <laughs> they didn't rob no broke people they shit. was like because they know we ain't got no business over we might get beat up i'm gonna rob uh francine's bistro they've got to have money in there <laughs> right you ain't trying to rob a trap house make it your ass whooped demario jackson back in the news okay demario jackson is from the black lorette he was the one that had a girlfriend got ah, that off. dude i was like demario sounds familiar he was accused of possible sexual assault got in that scandal right well now he's wearing a shirt out in la and it says show the tape continuing his war words with bi bachelor in paradise co-star kareen olympios he said that he feels vindicated at the footage of he and kareen olympios pool romp was featured in the trailer for the bachelorette bachelor in paradise wow they really are putting this on tv but after kareen called his claims false and misleading it seems demario jackson has no intention of letting the matter drop as he stepped out wearing a statement shirt that said show the tape dog you were accused of rape now let's say you're right and you were falsely accused are you supposed to be touchdown dancing on this though is that best is that good form the show even showing it it seems to be bad form right. even if the alleged incident is that y'all both were too drunk and the, the production company probably should have stopped it you're not coming out looking like you're clean on this nope just tuck your head shut the fuck up wait for it to pass over and let it go this is stupid the 30-year-old was having a night out at the Donahue Room in Los Angeles when he wore the shirt. On the same day that Olympios blasted his recent comments, Olympios made the statement on Us Weekly through her rep on Friday, stating as Demario's well aware that footage that was in the promo was not of the encounter that caused the production to be shut down. The encounter that caused the production to be shut down took place much later in the day and was in a hot tub and not a pool. Karina's never leveled any accusations at Demario yeah you know this is another thing too man and i hate to say this because we are in the white people news section sorry this is what happened when people start supporting him on some racism shit and not just on some like whether he did it or not because now he got his head pumped up thinking like he representing for black people and they try to emmett till me and all this shit and it's like or y'all were too drunk and they show should have intervened no one ever not even the quote-unquote victim here ever accused him of violating anything the whole lawsuit was the show should have intervened and it shouldn't be this way he was too drunk i was too drunk what the fuck kind of irresponsible shit is this to put us on in that situation or put us on tv you can debate that shit all you want but then when so many people were like see this is what white women do to people i was like okay so the dude turns out to be some kind of asshole or a complicit then what because because the, the right thing to do in my opinion is even if it's not even if you're were completely exonerated why would you want them to show the tape when someone's saying that this situation traumatized them come on what's the point it makes you look like a dick it just right this isn't about race for me right now it's just you look stupid you look like a dick Olympios was responding after Demario told Entertainment Tonight shortly after Bachelor in Paradise trailer aired. I'm glad footage of that day is being shown. It's a victory for all men who have been falsely accused. The footage shown in the ABC preview appears to show the duo getting close in the pool. As another contestant explains, they're only 30 minutes into paradise. Keep in mind also, 
this runs to that defense of if a woman likes you at any point in the day or night or whatever that it's impossible to uh, sexually assault them hey look earlier in the day she was smiling holding my hand so i mean right i mean i'm I'm obviously innocent just it's this is i don't i can't this is so irresponsible they shouldn't even be putting this on tv right the footage shown the abc preview appears to show the door get close okay warner brothers has confirmed previously that the footage of the drunken encounter will not be shown on the show filming was hired early, halted earlier in june after alleged sexual contact between corinne and demario after a day of drinking uh, according to witnesses a sloppy sexual encounter took place uh, afterwards concerns were raised by others who were there that kareem was too drunk to have given consent like i said she never accused him of anything um he she claimed she did not remember the incident had to be filled in on it the following day after being told what had happened the 24 year old raised her own fears that she had been assaulted everyone was sent back to the u.s and filming was hotter while producers investigated whether or not any wrongdoing had taken place in statements released at the time demario claimed his character had been assassinated while karina insisted she was a victim the subsequent sexual misconduct probe by warner brothers uh ultimately found there was no wrongdoing by either of them in the incident that sparked the scandal yeah it wasn't a criminal investigation it was a probe done by warner brothers what did you think they would say they were looking into their own thing right they would say uh we've invested a million dollars in filming this shit yes it's fine everything's cool uh go back to filming everyone filming on the dating reality series resumed in mexico with extra precautions put in place by producers the show will return on a gripping two night season premiere next week august 14th to the 15th Mm-mm-mm. uh let's see what else is happening chip games re- responds to divorce rumors with three little words you guys know chip games no okay i don't either chip games okay i'm about to say am i supposed to you know i'm supposed to know a lot of these people i'm like who, who the fuck is this the chip games wants to know wants you to know his relationship is on rock is rock solid the fixer upper host responded last week to a tweet from a fan who lamented reports that Gaines and his wife joanna Gaines were split up i'm so oh, sick of these I stories who, i know who this is this is a show just at hgtv uh dude and his wife go around and they like take old houses and they fix them up mm-hmm. and it's very very popular this sometimes you go and put a fucking 15 hour marathon y'all be like y'all got any other anything else happening here what's, what's it called fix it up that's oh. the name of the show oh okay i thought it was gonna be like gaining housing or something you know no it's on hgtv playing them games Somebody says in Waco, probably Waco, Texas. Mm. Uh, well, the Fixer Upper House responded to a tweet from a fan. Okay, my bad, I missed that. I read it myself and missed it. Uh, he said, won't ever happen. You can take that to the bank. Hashtag love of my life. Neither tweet mentioned specific reports of an impending breakup. The gangsters is who have been married for 14 years and have four kids have both said that marriage takes work, but it's worth it joe and i both made commitment pretty early on the two of us are the most important variable uh chip Gaines said in an interview uh with uh people if we can figure out how to be right as a couple then obviously we have a lot better opportunity to be right for our kids he told a crowd in february that creating boundaries and cheering each other's strengths is key the pair's relationship gets stronger the more time they spend together joanna wrote in the duo's 2016 book 
we seem to give each other energy we function better together than we do apart and i don't think either one of us has ever felt the urge to say i need a break from you don't get me wrong we certainly had our share of disappointments and arguments but we just always wanted to tackle our issues together and they look pretty darn cute doing it look at them yeah i remember this couple yeah Mm mm-hmm good for y'all man yeah she does more of the like interior decorating and he does more of like the uh demolishing of the homes Mm, okay like the the man does outside woman does inside correct okay ain't nothing wrong with that player Mm -mm. whatever works for you okay i mean it's a cute little show Mm mm-hmm it is cute cute little show sometimes i bring their kids on and stuff Mm mm-hmm all right you know what that's a lot of white people news Mm mm-hmm uh i feel like i feel i feel cleansed i do too you know i feel good mm-hmm. um uh you know what i think we'll do some uh sore ratchetness and we'll get out of here yes um uh, you know i need to need to go grab something to eat at some point and you mean yes sir you know let me see if i can find my sore ratchetness news this oh, has been fun it. y'all i know at first it was kind of heavy but this has been fun i've been i've had a blast mm-hmm. white people news will change your perspective Mm-hmm. Oh wait. That is the wrong fucking sound effect. I said we're about to play the game and nobody told me. I'm terrible. There we go. I guess he just couldn't cut it. Um. Also, Sword Ratchet is brought to you by Loot Crate. Loot Crate is a monthly gift to yourself that keeps on giving. Yes, it does. To the nerd soul. It is the nerd chicken soup for the nerd soul. Oh, I love it. We went out yesterday. Karen was wearing her Loot Crate shirt. I was. I like that Ninja Turtle shirt. Mm-hmm. Go to LootCrate.com slash TBGWT. Enter code TBGWT and you get $3 off any new subscription. And somebody said Karen looked really young in her shirt. Like a little kid because she had on the Ninja Turtle shirt. Yeah, and I had my hair all braided up. They was like, are you sure you're supposed to be drinking? Right. <laughs> yeah. And uh, we went out with Coco Cutie, so that was cool, too. It was wonderful seeing her mm-hmm um so yeah i you know i i mean i you know obviously i love having a beautiful young looking wife there's nothing wrong with that and uh you know i'm, I'm very proud proud that i was uh able to bag that if you guys know what i'm saying i think you guys <laughs> i think you guys all know what i mean when i talks about it okay make daddy a sandwich make daddy a sandwich uh <laughs> Uh, i'm very happy for that and uh you know and 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 whatnot but the only thing is whenever somebody starts being like oh you look so young can you even drink when they just talking about karen like i'm like so what does that mean you think about me think i'm trying to get a 15 year old girl drunk no pissing at the at the at the uh at the the crab right spot you think i'm trying to I know. come on now come on man the lady 
was like no she was like she had to tell her she was like no baby she come here all the time yeah I'm like what y'all trying to do dog got me out here looking like i'm some type of fucking pervert or something Mm-mm. yeah girl take one more sip mm-hmm. yeah tonight it's gonna be me and you girl you ain't trying to have it no more Take two me. more mimosas please i know taking me out in public and shit stepping your game up two more mimosas for her she can only drink it with some juice in it Ugh. anyway um if you're on a <laughs> that has nothing to do with her. <laughs> uh what i was gonna say though is that at dinner though uh coco cutie was talking about how she had gotten her nephew luke cray and used our code yes and say the three dollars off and how he loves it and yes. she's like anything you don't want in the box that don't need you know let me know and they talk every month about what came in the box it's like a good way to keep up with you know your niece your nephew your mm-hmm. son your daughter yourself even like you talk about it, your spouse and be like what came in the box you know like you don't drink coffee let me get that coffee mug cuz right you know but uh i just thought it was super dope um and i and i hope other people sign up lootcrate.com slash tbgwt code tbgwt get three dollars off this month they're gonna have legend of zelda adventure time and lord of the rings as some of the franchises in the box and trust me do it now rather than later don't miss out because when we open up the box i know you're gonna have some envy okay mm-hmm an intoxicated man cuts himself with his friend's sword. Oh shit, wasn't even his. Open a shut case. Right? Oakland County Sheriff's deputy were called out to Jeffrey Apartments uh six PM July thirty first to find a midland man thirty six bleeding profusely from both hands. The man said he cut himself accidentally on the sword. The man was immediately transported to Huron Valley Ambulance uh to Farming and Hills, Beaumont Hospital, the uh a thirty a forty two year old man lives in an apartment and the Milford man, 36, also told official officers the man had accidentally injured himself playing with a sword. He looked down, he took down off the wall. All the parties were drunk at the time. Yes, let's get drunk and play with swords. Deputies reported finding blood on the walkway to the apartment in the vestibule and on the vestibule walls leading to the apartment. Several swords were hanging on the wall. The deputy noted that with a pool of blood on the floor, the emergency room doctor later told officers that the artery of the in the midland man's index finger had been cut along with other cuts to his hands. Deputies reported being unable to find a sword with blood on it and the witnesses couldn't identify the weapon involved. Also in the apartment, deputies, I think they lied to the cops, something mm-hmm. happened. Also in the apartment, deputies reported finding a Redford woman laying on the couch with an empty half-gallon vodka bottle sitting next to her on the couch. Deputies were unable to wake the woman. They then called Lyon Township paramedics to respond and examine the woman. The paramedics were able to wake her up. Due to her high level of intoxication, she was transported to the hospital. All right, guys. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Thank you so much. I know this was a long, tough show to get through, but I feel like we worked it we out in the end. We made it. We made it. Had a lot of fun. I did. You know what? I think we're going to do this again tomorrow. Me too. Until then, I love you. I love you too. Mwah. Mwah.